Blog Talk Radio. Anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio? This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two Cold, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Reach for the sky, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, WrestleCast Radio 217, and uh, not not the way I expected the, the show was going to go this week, Alex, if I do say so myself. Uh-oh. 
Did we lose Alex? I wasn't able to mute him, so I don't know if he muted himself. I didn't realize it. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, obviously this is not something you'd expect to, to happen and kind of unfortunate that it happened. Um, man, I don't even know how to like really dig into it, but, uh, you know, we just saw Wednesday, 530, uh, Jay Briscoe and I'm going to need Alex for this one. (laughs) Check your end. I'm not muted. I don't know what's going on here. Something's not right here. Alex, you want to try here? Try calling this number I'm sending you. Try calling that. This this blog talk has been just wonky as all hell today, um, especially on my end. And give it one second. I just I want to make sure we get him on for all this. Um, for the discussion today. Cause, there we go. Let's try now I can see him. Now I can see you. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Now you can that. see me? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. No, it, yeah, I mean, I definitely have been uh, sick over the last, I don't know, it seems like eternity. Uh, but the week, um, not been fun. Um, and then the, the unfortunate news uh, that came through uh, Tuesday evening, um, on the passing of, of Jay Briscoe, which is crazy because, you know, just coming off of having one of the best trilogies <laughs> in wrestling history. Um, but as I said, the last show, probably the best match of 2022. Uh, you can go so many different ways. It was such a crazy year in, in professional wrestling um, that just passed, uh, which we'll get into a little later on. Um, as well as some, you know, unfortunate uh, news on, on a lot of levels to start off 2023. Um, of course, I think uh, the passing of one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, uh, one half of the Mount Rushmore of Tag Team Wrestling, one half of, you know, just the Mount Rushmore of Ring of Honor Wrestling, um, and apparently one of the nicest guys. You know, just the outpour of love and the tributes from all over um, was was just uh, great and, and sad to to read. Um, and again, the, the passing of Jay Briscoe and, and his, you know, unfortunately in a, a car accident, uh, head-on collision um, with another truck, um, which he also had his two daughters. I, I haven't seen any updates, um, but one of them I know had to go into emergency surgery. Uh, but two daughters along with him. So very, very surprising, shocking, sad, um, and, again, just emotional over the last few days. But, Ryan, here's the kicker. Of course, I know and respect and love the lore of the Briscoes, um, but you definitely have. I mean, you're you're on that expert level of Briscoe-ness, you know, again, kind of like my whole, you know, aspects of, Ring of Honor, you know, I, I, I wasn't staying up late to watch it on, you know, the sports network or, you know, whatever we had it. It, it. it was a million channels in Chicago, you know, kind of growing up or, or the CW or the U or, or whatever. 
you know, I'd watch it sparingly or through DVDs, you know, uh, or watching it through Dave or yourself, you know, over the last, you know, 10 years. But you have definitely followed the careers of, of Mark and Jay Briscoe. Them boys, um, you know, marred with controversy early on. But, you know, of course, everybody grows, you know, and, and, and you know, shame on Warner for not allowing All Elite Wrestling uh, to do anything, um, you know, on camera, um, even though, again, you know, from a tweet, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago that, that he was remorseful on um, and and apologized and donated money, you know, and realized what, what he thought, you know, in his upbringing was incorrect. And um, Effie, I thought, laid out a beautiful tweet where he was saying a lot of people warned me he wasn't going to like me. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't, you know, going to accept me, but he was one of the first people to welcome me in into that locker room. And that right there, you know, it's just it's it's just a shame. But, you know, Honor Club, YouTube, they're gonna have, you know, one of one of you know, the first of many uh Jay Briscoe, especially with, you know, Honor Club and Ring of Honor kinda getting hopefully swinging in uh this year in twenty twenty three. Um, Jay Briscoe, and uh, like I said, I mean, I, I've seen, you know, probably 20 to 30 matches where, Ryan, you've probably seen, what, 100 to 250 <laughs> matches involving, you know, one or both Briscoes. But, I mean, the news, I mean, just, again, just in, insane. Like, I, I can't believe how emotional I am and to be outside of the realm of professional wrestling where you've always had that foot in and, and kind of, I mean, I mean, I, I cheered. It was sad. What what were your thoughts over the last couple of days since, you know, the announcement? I mean, passing? I couldn't even open the show correctly. <laughs> um, I've almost teared up twice now since listening to you just talk and the, you know, the, the things you say that were awesome. And it's just, I, I truly, I truly hate the fact of, you know, you know, I, I'm sure everybody's seen the tweet from 2013. Um, it's deplorable. I mean, I, have you seen the exact tweet, Alex? Of what? Of Which what? He, what he, the the one that Jay Briscoe tweeted in 2013. No, I didn't. I didn't. I think I've read it like a few years ago, or when AEW was trying to get the Briscoes in and Warner blocked it. But I, 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 I couldn't tell you kind of what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, I'll, I'll send it to you um, later. I'm not gonna bring it up on here. I mean, it's, it's a deplorable, like, whoa, like, holy shit, dude. I remember <laughs> being taken aback for sure, but I mean, yeah. Again, people um, grow. I mean. I mean that's well, not an excuse, and he would he would have been the first person, and he did say, you know, again, mm-hmm. he was like, I, I donated a lot of money. I, I realized the error of my ways. He had a family, you know. He was trying to, you know, grow and and be different. I mean, when you're a well, chicken farmer from Delaware, things are a little different. Said, you, know. you know, he yeah. he said with cage side seats um, uh, about a year ago or so. Um, he said, I put out a stupid tweet nine years ago, the most dumbest, immature, obnoxious shit I've ever done. I don't want anybody from any walk of life to feel like they can't care for the Briscoes because I promise we love everybody. We love everybody 
and we just want to go out there and be pro wrestlers and give the best match that we can. I said some dumb shit a long time ago. I apologize for it, and I'll apologize for it again. It was stupid. I feel like now there are people who who look at us like we can't cheer for them because they hate a certain group of people. We don't hate nobody. We love everybody. We're just some country boys. I thought I was taking a stand for the Lord back in the day. And then his brother said, you realize that from that uh, immaturity, that's not what you were doing because anything, God and the Lord, he is love above everything. That card trumps anything else. What you thought you were doing, taking a stand for the Lord, was counterproductive to the kingdom of God, not only to being a human being and relating with other humans that we live with and love. And then Jay calls it with, I feel like people label us a certain way. Trust me, we're not that. And as you said, he went and tried to better himself, and they, they went and uh, – educated themselves you know they got rid of their confederate yeah. flag on their gear uh yeah. you know 2018 he used a, a fan's gay pride flag as a weapon and so and they were like yeah. the people popped so hard that he did that and then gave him the flag <laughs> back like you know everybody does something stupid yeah nobody's perfect you know i'm i'm by no means do i ever like bringing politics and religion and anything like this but as somebody who I consider myself a low-key religious person who just doesn't talk about it. There's only one perfect person that I think exists, and it's definitely not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So nobody's perfect. Is it your son? And... <laughs> Hell no. That little shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I understand in that aspect of what he maybe had meant, but I also am somebody who – understands everything the way that they ended up understanding things. You know, like yeah. I I've I've had a situation where I won't I won't say names, but a very two very religious people in my life wanted to put something in my front yard a few years ago. And I told them to kick yeah. rocks. I said, that's embarrassing and I'm embarrassed that you even asked me that. Yeah. And so like I understand what people may have meant or what somebody might have tried to do, but the fact that they accepted it and then went and seeked out information and tried to better themselves and show they understand things now, and you still don't give this person a second chance nine years later, that's what I think the big issue I have. And especially when people in that locker room, and like you mentioned with Effie and stuff, who are a part of that family who basically are saying the same thing to Warner brothers. Like, no, we like them. That's not who they are. We are those people that once he didn't, you know, he said something about, and we are fine with the Briscoes. That's not what this man is. And I think above all, that's what, that's what sucks. The worst about it is everybody deserves a second chance. We've seen that. We have seen that, you know, you know, so you know how I don't know. how come they don't get a second chance, and now he never will. Yeah, I and mean that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's one of the worst bad parts of it all. You know, it it cost. That's why he got stripped from his first world title run. I thought about that. We were talking about the world title history or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was only Adam Cole the only three times. I thought Jaded too. And then I was looking, I was yep. like, oh, then I forgot they did that on-screen angle. And then I thought about it, and I wonder why they did that on-screen angle. And I realized it's because that's when he did the tweet, and they stripped him of the title. Suspended him. Uh, 
Uh, it got rid of any hope of going to uh, WWE. They had a WWE contract potentially on the up for when their ROH deal was up, and that went away. I mean, Jesus. a lot of a lot of shit happened, and they owned up to it, and you know, deserve deserves better than that. What sucks is, yeah, like you said, it it won't happen. And you know, his brother Mark. I mean, I I doubt. You know, a lot of other things going through his mind. You know, obviously he's not thinking about TV or you know being accepted by you know Warner or or even you know the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. And you know, like, like you said, we've all we've all done stupid shit. We've done stupid shit together, uh, mm-hmm. Ryan. You know. 12 years of, of knowing each other. <laughs> Luckily, we, we've survived, um, you know, many of those. But, um, you know, it's all about growth and change. You know, I, I think we have in, in many levels. I have, you know. Yeah, I can be ornery at times still, but, you know, I definitely have, have uh, you know, realized some of my errors and, and, and have made the appropriate changes. Do I slip? Of course. Everybody does, but you got to learn from that and hopefully not make, you know, those same mistakes and, um yeah, it's 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 crazy. The big what if, you know, the you know the biggest stage. Now I'm not saying eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand a week. You know that AEW has been you know generating since CM Punk has been gone. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know would have been great, but who knows if those numbers would have bolstered upward, or you know just to kind of get a that that shot in the arm. You know that everybody you know when Tony Khan purchased Ring of Honor, one of the you know interesting and and big stories of 2022 for sure. Um, you know, to, to get the Briscoes on that stage and, and give a shot to that tag division or even the singles division. You know, as, as you said, you know, Jay Briscoe having a, a, you know, great title run, you know, beating Kevin Steen, you know, kind of in that ring there, uh, you know, for, for that Ring of Honor championship win. Um, one, of, one of the better moments of not only Kevin Steen, you know, a.k.a. Kevin Owens' career as he posted in a heartfelt, emotional uh, a tribute. I'm not sure if it was on Instagram or whatnot, but I just saw the body of it. And, God, it's just, it, it's such a shame. But, you know, it's what's cool is hopefully, depending on what they can do with the original Ring of Honor tapings and, you know, all the stuff that's in limbo, you know, I think pre-Sinclair or whatnot, uh, hopefully something can be worked out to get a lot of, you know, if not all of their history meaning Ring of Honor, but definitely the Briscoe history that, that a lot of people, especially like myself, uh, you know, can see and appreciate for the first time for, for the people to kind of relive, you know, instead of kind of going back to those uh, DVDs there. Yeah, it's it's tough, and there's a lot of a lot of good things. Um, I was reading, reading an article um, today, and, uh, you know, it's it's – it's so profound and in kind of that anger that I just, you know, kind of, kind of had and, and, you know, I don't know. It, it's, man, it's just hard to talk about. <laughs> and just like, think, though, you know, like, how many careers have been impacted by, by Mark and, and Jay Briscoe? Oh my God. You read the it's, internet it's the last profound. two days. It's 90% of everyone's, everyone that you watch in the last decade. A lot of people have said, thank you, Mark and Jay Briscoe. If it wasn't for you accepting us right away, you know, Adam Cole, he was like, I'm, I was 20 years old. I didn't know what, what was going on. And they were the first people to say, come on, come over here. Let's, let's work this out. What do you want to do? Let's fuck shit up. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, how cool is that? You know, that's the best approach to make anyone feel welcome. You know, that's just a, a life thing. And they were chicken farmers, and they cut the <laughs> craziest promos. Like, yeah. They, they, they were so much. They the raw were, emotion. Like, they looked like they were, like, I was trying to explain to a few people, like, the impact. It's like, they looked like they would murder you. They looked like, you know, like you said, they, they had the Confederate flag on their gears and stuff like that, which kind of, I'm not going to lie, that turned me off, you know, before I knew how great they were. You know, I should have realized it was a character, you know, it's just what they believed in. Again, it's what they do. My neighbor three doors down has a freaking Confederate flag in his up window. <laughs> do I want to shoot that out? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I, I, you know, it's fucking stupid because it's 2023. But they're hillbillies, and whatever. That's what they are. And I know they're they're in an unfortunate circumstances, and they're pieces of shit. Um, but you know, it's that's their lives. You know, they're cordial to me. You know, I'm cordial to them as long as they don't do any crazy shit. Whatever. You know, to each their own. Do I, you know, get irked every time I see it? Yeah. I just don't look up at their window when I'm driving by. You know, <laughs> you got to work their way front. It's like you said, they, you know, they realize the errors of their, their stuff, and they just wanted to put on great shows and, well, and, and that's great the, matches. The, the kicker right there with the one thing I was reading is, is one of the last things on it, on the, the piece, um, says, shame on anyone who never allowed him that piece. Yeah. Um, of being able to be like he was remorseful let him be remorseful and let it move on you know because it just these guys were were so great though and not only the wrestling aspect but like everything they did was real like yeah they were two hillbillies from sandy fork delaware like you said they were chicken farmers they really were they brought they did promos from the outhouse, yeah. they did promos <laughs> on the farm. You know, I um, I don't know if I don't remember the exact time this was. Um, God, uh, I was trying to see if I could find a year real quick, but I, I'm not going to do that much digging. But there was at one point when they, you know, they had differences and they were fighting each other, and they brought and all of a sudden Papa Briscoe, their father, their real father, yeah. shows up on camera. You could hardly. You can't even decipher what he's trying to say, and he forces them to fight <laughs> on a chicken farm. So then they just yep. fight at the chicken farm and settle their that. differences. Yep. <laughs> like everything. Guess who took that idea? Like... Guess who stole that idea? That the young bucks. <laughs> I'm being the elite. With what? Well, you remember there there was like their 200th episode or whatever. Oh, that was had, yeah. Like, well, they uh, did the, the barber uh, shop. That was the, that was the prelude to the Hardys. They were mimicking the uh, the Hardy compound match. Was that yeah, so? I yeah. guess technically you could say the Hardys copied them. That's true. That's true. And then the the Young Bucks did it because they were foreshadowing the Hardys coming to AEW. <laughs> um, AEW. So not not to crap on the Young Bucks ten minutes into the show here, Mister Mister Hayer, but um. Got a shit on. Hey the man, I'm not gonna lie. After last night's match with uh, Top Flight, I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm good again. They're, They're so putting good. talent over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, even even that's a perfect example. These these young the young bucks uh, Briscoe's stuff yeah. during the Elite New Japan run. I mean, some of that stuff was amazing. Their stuff with Steen and Generico were incredible. 
the, what, the ladder war is... isn't that one of the most infamous matches of all time? Mm-hmm. Briscoe's versus yeah. generic. They have they have two ladders with one elevated across it like a walking bridge. Yeah, and he gives he gives uh, Generico a J driller through it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one of the most infamous looks from that match. For sure. For you sure. know they they had um um uh, you know that's that's where um uh the age of the fall started because because of that time you know with all that. Um, there was a stuff that they had a good times, great memories in April of 2007 in Chicago, by the way, if only you would have been a fan, man, uh, machine guns wrestled the Briscoes. Um, it, it's, it's, I mean, it was a five star before the match was over. It was so good. We, we were going to drive down to it and I couldn't get out of work, but yeah, we were going to go down to the field house and watch that, uh, machine guns and the Briscoes. I mean, it was just, there, there's a match I would love. For you to see, um, let me get the the date of it. I think it's from two thousand seven, maybe okay. two thousand eight. Noah, once again, all I do is talk about Noah. I love Noah. Noah, Noah shining, yep, shining yep. navigation, uh, the day nine show. Um, part of the uh, the Nippon TV Junior Heavyweight Tag League. Um, I think it was the finals, but I could be wrong. But it was uh, the team of Mark and Jay, the Briscoes, taking on Katsuhiko Nakajima and Kota Ibushi. <laughs> and this is how like, does that make sense? Oh, is that the match Jordan shared the other day? Um, maybe. Let me. Uh, yeah, okay. Briscoes versus Ibushi, and that. How the hell? How has that not been like? lore of like, hey, you remember that time Abushi and Nakajima teamed up against the Brit? Why did I just find out about this yesterday at 7.59 a.m.? Yeah, it was it was uh, it was disgusting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's it's it just, it's everything you'd think it should be with those four guys. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, a lot of great st- like Ring of Honor. The second match in Ring of Honor history, Amazing Red and Jay Briscoe. You know, I mean oh, that's wow. that's 2002. Really? Yeah, I mean, so, so literally the, 2002. Really? So that was the second ever match, and he was a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. There was a single wrestler. Wow, that's crazy. yeah. The first the first match was the Hit Squad against the Christopher Street Connection. Uh, <laughs> was it? A and then. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, um, it probably wasn't Baltimore, actually. And then it was uh, Red and Briscoe. That same show had Super Crazy and Eddie Guerrero, I think it is. Oh, okay, okay. And, and then it was it was like I think it was I can't remember if it was the four way with Loki, Daniels, Spanky, and Brian Danielson was the main, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean Jay Briscoe versus Amazing Red. It's just it was so good. It was everything they did was great. The the st- when they decided to do the singles runs, he had the matches mm-hmm. with Adam Cole. Yeah, um, he had the stuff with Champa. Even though he's a piece of shit, uh, the stuff he had was with Elgin was really good. He had a great match at um, <laughs> killing that uh, protein powder in Japan. <laughs> that guy's such a loser. Allegedly, allegedly. Uh, best in the world 2015 title for title. Jay Briscoe, Jay Lethal was another match that was really, oh, wow. really good. Um, yeah, the, the Briscoe Steen from Supercard of Honor 7 
Um, that was when when Steen had the scum faction. Uh, and he finally, <laughs> Briscoe finally got the job done. Uh, yeah, like we mentioned, best in the world 2018 against the Bucks was another one that was really good. The the man up so that I, I the question. latter war. Mm-hmm. So scum, was it an acronym for each wrestler's name since he was Kevin, well, he is Kevin Steen, but like was the S standing for Steen and then C's for someone or, or am I just looking into it? <laughs> scum was suffering, chaos, ugliness, and mayhem. <laughs> what? I've it never was formed by uh, Kevin Steen, Steve Carino, and Jimmy Jacobs. That's probably why, because I, I, I'm not a Carino fan, as you yeah, well that, know. After he uh, turned on Generico, um, so members of, of the faction went from May of 2012 to June of 2013, because then I think that's how much was left. Uh, but it was it was Cliff Compton, Jimmy Jacobs, Jimmy Rave. R.I.P. Kevin Steen, Matt Hardy, yeah. Steve Carino, Rhett Titus, and Rhino. That was all in that faction? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Rhino? What? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Steen left the group. So then they did um, at Steel, they had a Steel Cage Warfare, um, and it was Scum versus ROH. Um, and it was ROH team wins Scum disbands if Scum wins, um, and then Steve if Scum wins, Steve Carino replaces Nigel McGuinness as the matchmaker. So it was Jimmy Jacobs, Rhino, Cliff Compton, and Rhett Titus against BJ Whitmer, Michael Elgin, Jay Lethal, and then Kevin Steen came out as the fourth because he left the group like three months beforehand. So question. So everything you just mentioned, I just had a really weird realization. And right now I'm watching Bucks Briscoes. Um, I'm not sure what event this is, but it's like from like five, six years ago. WWE, you know, was definitely on the winds of change in 2002, 2003. Stone Cold Steve Austin was on his way out. The Rock was on his way out. Um, I think HBK was kind of coming back. Triple H, this was the era of the shovel burying, um, if you will. Um, and then kind of Ring of Honor came and, and crazy enough, uh, a guy was talking the other day, he was like, so what's this, in, you know, the guy at the gym I tell you about where, you know, slowly getting him into wrestling, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's a interesting guy, but he's like, so this impact, well, what's that about? Is it the same as AEW and, or what we're, what, what we usually watch on Wednesdays here? And I'm like, well, you know, I was trying to explain to him and, you know, cause he, I was trying to explain to him a couple of weeks ago, Jeff Jarrett. And I was like, well, you know, explain, you know, Memphis and, you know, of course, uh, WWE, WCW, you know, and then Impact and Global Force and TNA, like all this shit, trying to explain to that to him. And then, you know, he saw him the other night. He's like, oh, that Jeff Jarrett guy, you know, him and Lawler. And I'm like, yep, yep. And then <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about that. And we're talking about the Briscoe, you know, passing um, on Tuesday night as well. But anyways, we're, we're just kind of going through Impact uh, or TNA's history. You know, it's like, yeah, it was kind of fun. I think like 0304, you know, naming all the wrestlers that he knows. I was like, AJ Styles, you know, kind of cut his teeth there, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, but before that, you know, they were all wrestling in Ring of Honor. Like, this was like the technically the number two promotion during that era. Well, as I was stating with the WWE, you know, and the F, you know, when we all got the F out there, um, you know, they were on the decline. Cena, you know, was just about to get hot. 
you know, it was a very limbo-esque type of show. But you're going through all these matches and these wrestlers from, you know, Ring of Honor, what, founded in 2002, so 21 years ago now. Um, I mean, could this technically be, especially in that era before, you know, the E kind of took off, uh, with Orton and Cena, you know, in 05, 06, 07. But wasn't Ring of Honor kind of like, not the alternative per se, but if you break it down, could it have been a better company than World Wrestling Entertainment during that 2000, from 02 to possibly 09 within that run? Oh, I think 100%. Um, ROH, I think you could you could. I mean, it paves the way for the last, 13 years of that we know of wrestling not even 13 maybe nine since you know the nxt explosion when they all took all the ring of honor wrestlers and i even was trying to explain that to him i was like well you know nxt you know your owens your zanes and all them you can actually kind of thing <laughs> <Ring of Honor laughs> for that <laughs> you know? yeah, i was like, like i could talk to you for nine hours about a deep dive in pro wrestling man i was like i don't know if i got i can explain it all in 20 minutes I, I think that's the, the, the big key to, to, to it all is, is yeah, ROH was that big of a deal. That's the reason WWE tried to poach all their talent is because yeah. they were that good. The problem was they just never had like a real big syndicated TV deal. You mm-hmm. know, they never had, they, they never had the, the right financial booker. That's why I'm, I'm so excited for it now. Um, you got somebody who actively wants to make sure it's good. And it's good, yeah. Appropriately, appropriately um, showcased. And and I think you know, if, if, to be a hundred percent honest with you, if you look at um, if you look at this year, if you had to go, okay, um, with not counting like actual like amount of show, like you know how like I'm a big thing and part of the reasons why I think the Usos are one of the greatest tag teams of all time is because of how much tape they have showing all of their stuff. It's kind of like like the, yeah. the, the Young Bucks. Not only were, have they been together for 10, 15 years or whatever, but they everything has been documented so you can see it all. So you physically have that that tape whereas yeah, Arn and Tully were great as the, the Brain Busters, but they were together for 30, you know 15 months or whatever. Yeah. You know, the Hart Foundation were great, but they were together for five years. You know, we, if you really think Bert about it, you know. Yeah, so it's just like, that's why, that's why um, I just, I think, I think, so when you take, when you take 2022, I think you could argue, and I, I'll, you know, spoiler, I guess spoiler, they didn't finish number one because they don't have enough, um, enough of a, of a, presence for the whole year but if you take just on average what they did i think ring of honor was the best company in pro wrestling this year every single tony khan pay-per-view that he did with ring of honor you could argue were three of the best ring of honor shows that have ever happened i mean they were tremendous like you look at this like you look at what he gave us on those shows these briscoe's ftr matches the shit with jericho was great yeah um you know, Claudio Claudio and Gresham for what it was 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 pretty damn good when he had a disgruntled Jonathan Gresham who still I cannot believe to this day said I was number ten in the PWI you need to treat me better, which is the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But it's just you know that that Athena Mercedes Martinez match in the last Mercedes, show. Yep. You know the 
even uh, Gresham and Lethal on the the first one of the year when when Lethal came back to do the job. Uh, Gresham Bandito was really good. Like these yeah, papers was about to say were Bandito were fantastic. They, they did a great job with these shows, and he and he kept a lot of it authentic. You know the um, mm-hmm. the Shane Taylor promotions against Swerve and Our Glory was really dope. So I just I, you remember I think... he got Manolo Suzuki in a match. This <laughs> yeah, year? he he, he, he Red Titus. Titus. <laughs> like it's it was it was Swerve and Alexander in we got this year. Like think about those ROH shows, how good they really were. You know, and yeah. and this wasn't even close to what that company was. Think of the biggest who who, who arguably in in WWE right now, biggest company in the world. What is arguably the most over person in that company? In Ring of Honor? No, in WWE, the biggest company in the world. Who's what the most over guy oh, they have? Thing. Where did he come same from? Thing. Canada. Montreal. <laughs> Ring of Honor. That's where I'm going. Ring of Honor, yeah. Um, the, his biggest antagonist and also the antagonist to the title right now is from Ring of Honor. Um, look at... Uh, look at AEW. Who is the number one baby face that's going for the title at the next pay-per-view? Ring of Honor guy. You know, everywhere you look, they have a stamp. Did Danielson start with Ring of Honor and then make it to Japan, or did he go to Japan first and then join Ring of Honor? I, no, he was doing ROH first, I believe. Because okay. a lot of these guys that, got into his Japan. First Japan stuff was in NOAA, right? Yeah, because W or ROH had that agreement with Noah. They had that working. Okay. That's why Masawa and Kenta, Kobashi, Marufuji, all those guys came over. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, Marufuji loves him some uh, some pureness, if you will. You know, so you look at all of these guys and and who are on top in so many air so many places in this business, Ring yep. of Honor produced all this talent. Oh God! So if they would have had the actual backing of a real company, I mean, who knows what would have happened? So sad. I mean, you never know what would have happened. Like if Adam Cole, there's another one who's was one of the big, the biggest thing in NXT. You know, he came from Ring of Honor. You know, him, Fish, and O'Reilly, and Roddy. Yeah. Everything has a stamp from somewhere. And these guys, the Briscoes, arguably are, are the MVPs of that company. And it's, it's just it's a shame more people didn't get to see how great they were as a team. And Jay Briscoe alone is himself, you know. I, mm-hmm. you, I mean, this dude, in-ring-wise, gimmick, mic work, intensity, charisma – the way he carries himself, the the way he made you feel like this, like you're going to get the shit kicked out of you. I mean, <laughs> if you wanted to talk him as a, as a top ten all timer, I wouldn't argue you. I really yeah. wouldn't. I mean, if you look at what this guy has done in his career, and and it's the beauty of how good they were as a team is Mark never became Marty Janetti. True, very true. Mark you know, never won a heavyweight title, though, right? Just no, Jay? but when Jay was doing the heavyweight, Mark was doing the TV title. Okay, okay. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, very nice. 
So, um, like, he was still in feuds and stuff. Yeah. But what, do you, I mean, but, I mean, I hate doing these, oh, where do they list all time, blah, blah, blah. Um, but honestly, I mean, when it when it's synonymous with tag team wrestling, I mean, when you break it down, not not just because of you know his, of, of Jay Briscoe's um, passing, um, but I mean, they were already on. I mean, just pure wrestling has we're always saying Briscoe, mm-hmm. Briscoe, Briscoe. I mean, they they definitely have to be on the Mount Rushmore of tag teams of all time. Oh, I yeah. mean, Ring of Honor alone, they are. Ring of Honor. Like, we've discussed this over the last couple of years. Like, oh, where are they on this? Oh, easily. Like, you would always say. I mean, you said it a couple months ago. It's not a month ago. Like, well, Dave Briscoe, you know, is, like you just said, too. Now, singles, you know, he's easily on that Mount Rushmore. As a tag team, they own that Mount Rushmore. But overall, you know, of all tag team wrestling, I know we're, we're huge demolition nerds. We're huge marks for, you know, so many other tag teams. But, I mean, are, are the Briscoe, I mean, easily, right? My Rushmore oh, tag yeah. teams. Oh, yeah, because here's the thing. everywhere. And this is, why, this is why I say Jay is so good just in general, too, is stuff, yeah. when, when the two of them, 2013, split their way to do the single stuff, then they came back as a tag team after both having success. Jay, two-time world champion. They came back mm-hmm. together, and you could argue they were better as a tag team. Yes. Oh, man. I mean, they, when they split as a tag team was 10 years ago. Look what they just did last year with, with FTR. FTR, yeah. The trilogy was insane. <laughs> In I mean, fucking insane. I truly and, and again really the best, one this. of the best trilogies of wrestling history. Oh yeah, yeah, and and you know no, I haven't heard anyone say this, and I may be reaching with it, but you know when when Cash Wheeler or Dax Harwood talks so much about you know how great the Briscoes are, is I feel like he he in a way wants to be Jay Briscoe, or he wants to yeah. get his shot as a as a singles guy, and that's why. You know, he he asked for those singles matches to show how good he could be by himself, which is fine. You know, they were really Mm -hmm. good matches. But that's Jay Briscoe in a nutshell. (laughs) And it was one of those things, too, where I don't even think think Jay Briscoe wanted to to split. I think Mark was like, yo, man, you need to to have a shot to see how far you can go. And then he did it. And he went to the top twice. (laughs) And who knows how long that first reign had or had – would have went had you know the the infamous tweet not happened. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, the exposure alone. I mean, would have garnered so many more fans. I think they would have reached a lot more. And and you know, I, I think because of their storytelling capabilities, um, you know, and, and their ring psychology, I, I think that's what you know us us marks love and what we pine for. You know, of course, we always say, oh, well, this bullshit here, oh, this is fake, or blah, blah, blah. We can complain and complain. But if you if you could just tell a simple story, and that's all it takes, and mix it in with some basic uh, and maybe one or two holy shit wrestling moves, mm-hmm. then we're in the palm of their hands. And the Briscoes, it seems like, I mean, I'm watching, again, this Bucks match, and I'm like, 
this is one of what dozens of matches they probably had against <laughs> each other. And the story that they're telling, brothers versus brothers, is just freaking amazing. It's the pretty boys versus them boys, and it's just marvelous to see. And they're just commanding the audience. The audience is just watching in awe. And as I'm watching in awe, I yeah, I, I just can't believe um, that. I mean, I've, I believe I've only seen them once at that show um, where I also saw Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, I, I don't know how many. I mean, how many times have you seen Briscoes in person there? Um, because you went to five? a few ring of Yeah. Um. Let's see. The the I bet you know. I bet you if I cage match it, I could I could pull up. I think I've seen them four times. Okay. So if wow, I were to go. Jay Briscoe. Well, yeah, when you guys went backstage, wasn't he, like, wasn't it Jay that, like, ran up to you and, like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, what is he going to do? What's happening? <laughs> this is, this you is want a picture? Hand. Yeah, he's like, what you guys hanging around for? What you trying to do? And I was like, she wants to meet Adam Cole. And he's, and he's like, oh, all right. And then, or, no, I was like, we're waiting because she wants to meet Adam Cole. And then they're like, man, fuck Adam Cole. You want to take a picture with us? I was like, hell yeah. They're like, all right, man, I'm going to have fun. <laughs> Just like, let's see. Um, Tag Wars. Damn. I, uh, we didn't see that one. Do we Do we go to Ma- Masters of the Craft? Gee, Briscoe wasn't that one. I think we saw the one... We we went to the one that had the Kevin Steen like retirement. This show was so. It was the Briscoes defeated B.J. Whitmer and Rod- Roderick Strong was the match I saw in that. Oh one. wow! That had uh, yeah, and, and just think of them and the Wolves like so many staples. Yeah, like some of like Ring of Honor I, again. Like so, I mean. To, uh, April 29th, 2017, the Briscoes worked the Motor City Machine Guns in Hopkins. Can't believe I didn't go to that. June 11, 2016, the Briscoes wrestled Red Dragon and Jay Lethal and Roderick Strong in a three-way. Didn't see that. God, how, how bad is that that I missed that? Um, let's see. So uh, this one I did see. This is at the St. Paul Armory 2007. Uh, this is when they used to do these ultimate endurance matches where they would put the tag champions in a four-way. Um, yep. Four-way elimination. They, it was against Grant Akuma, Hollow Wicked, Jigsaw, Mike Quackenbush, and Mitch Franklin, and Pelly Primo. And they eliminated all three teams themselves. Which is <laughs> awesome. And then, oh, Epic Encounter 2. I saw them at that one. They defeated um, Irish Airborne, Dave, Dave and Jake Christ. Those were the dudes that um, a few years ago they were, in, were in impact with um, yeah. uh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Um, so well, I, I've I'm seen those three. And then I saw them in Chicago once. And that was when we went... It was Death Before Dishonor 2, I believe, because it, it had, yeah, that was the AJ Cedric Alexander. Yeah, so it was the Young Bucks and Red Dragon. 
defeated Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and the Briscoes in a four-way elimination. Jesus. That's the star start of this. So I just watched the Young Bucks double power bomb the Briscoes on the apron. And that was insane. <laughs> they sold the shit out of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. It's it's crazy. There's a uh, uh, givesemtogo.com uh, slash pewlove, P-U-G-H-L-O-V-E. You could donate to assist a family. I believe I read earlier, like, the original goal was, like, 50 or 70,000, which exceeded it really quickly. Then it went to 100, and then that exceeded. Um, then they went to 150, and then that was beaten. So now the goal is at 200,000, um, which now they are at $162,561. Um, wrestling fans, wrestlers, you know, kind of donating there. Um you know, definitely, I, I'm not sure when the uh, end date is, but definitely, you know, help help out the family there. You know, like I said, the uh, one of his daughters is in a surgery there. Uh, top donations, though, Ryan. Uh, I know you're you're well aware when when some of these GoFundMe's or whatnot. Who's usually the the number one wrestler? Which is kind of cool um, to kind of see. Uh, who's who's usually uh, the wrestler? Yeah, Jericho. He's the leader right now. Well, not leader. Horrible thing to say, but you know he's uh, uh, there. You didn't spell his, he spelled his name right, so uh, fifteen thousand, um, both bucks uh, separately. And again, and and they left message. Some of them left messages, you know, fans and these wrestlers, you know, and just talking about memories and, and the love that they have for for you know Jay Briscoe. Uh, both uh, Jackson brothers, ten thousand each. The Steen family, ten thousand each. Man, that that Kevin Owen Steen. Uh, tribute, find it. it. It's so like, ah, just filled with love. Um, Did you see the Davy Richards part, one? Ah, uh, no, I saw the still and he was crying. I was like, man, I don't know if I can watch this yet. <laughs> it's but, hard. It's hard, man. Yeah. Uh, Dax Harwood, which he has a fantastic podcast, FTR, Family, Tequila, and Wrestling, uh, which I really enjoy because he does not give a F. And, you know, either he's playing us as uh, the carny that he is, but I, I think he's speaking some truths on some backstage stuff at, at his time with wrestling. Uh, he goes over the dog collar match uh, in awesome detail. Um, I believe it was the second episode. And, uh, the, you know, just the, talking about how grateful he was for, for Mark and Jay for welcoming, welcoming them in and how they were like, let's make history, let's do these matches, and how they just always wanted to make one better than the last, and, and they definitely did. Um, and, you know, Dax, you know, kind of donating there, uh, Jim Cornette's. Um, always had love for the Briscoes. He always talked highly of them. He was always pissed that they weren't able to show up on AEW, you know, as much as he would shit on AEW. He was like, well, that's the team they need for that company. You know, he was like, that's, you know, what they need to kind of get that boost there. Um, the one thing I'm not going to lie, Ryan, I was kind of kind of irked on, uh, Brandy and Cody Runnels, $1,000. Hmm. I don't think they really – did they, I don't know how much – No, he didn't know him that well, and he mentioned that, and he mentioned that, but – um, I was like, damn, you're getting that e-money, bro. <laughs> like, the pro wrestling tees guys donate more money now. But there was someone else. It, it, obviously, it's 
uh, they're doing more donations now. So it's, but there was someone else that like donated the same amount. I was like, he is not making that same amount of money as you, bro. And you know, <laughs> I, I just thought it was kind of funny, but um, I thought of, but yeah, no, it's. Oh, I thought of one other match that I saw too, that I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, Jay Briscoe defeats Rhett Titus in five minutes and 32 seconds at the Watsco Center where, of the Miami Hurricanes in Coral Gables, Florida. <laughs> I saw that one. Totally forgot oh, was that the one when I was like, hey, Ring of Honor is where you're at? And you're like, what? I'm going. Yeah, oh, yeah then I went to the show. Ellen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they, Bio Iwatani won the title from Kelly Clyde, and I was freaking yeah. out. So the camera just put it on me, and I was like, ah! Oh man, uh, it's wild. I mean, uh, I mean, wear your seatbelt. I mean, that's definitely a lesson learned for sure. It's you know, of course, you're not thinking anything's gonna happen, but you know, who knows what that could have done, uh, you know, to prevent on, on saving his life as, as reports come. <laughs> you know, with with you know that that detail there, but you know, just just prayers and. Uh, you know what? I hate to say this. Frisco match. I hate to say this, but like, <laughs> this is I. I should even probably say it. I don't. It's, I don't. I don't want it to sound shitty, but this is more of a joke. But it's, like, how how much of a Briscoe? Like, do, could you imagine a Briscoe brother wearing a seatbelt? <laughs> like, no, I just can't. No. I just imagine him halfway hanging out the car with his arm and his other hand on the no. on the steering wheel. And he's just, yeah, and he's just as intensely. <laughs> or he's halfway out well, of the car already. Mark's yeah. riding on top of the car. I, I didn't even so realize, real. though. Yeah, Mark's on top of the car. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize this, but we didn't even mention it. And I'm sure they've grappled because I'm sure it, was, it would be a hell of a, a series of matches if they did. I mean, they face. I don't think you mentioned them. Kings of Wrestling, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Kings. There, there was a really good four way back in the day. It was uh, Briscoes, Kings of Wrestling, World's Greatest Tag Team, and Machine Guns. I the think heart. it was. What? That was a match that happened in real life. And yeah, you're just me... telling me this now, nineteen <laughs> years later. Let me see. Son of a bitch. Uh, uh, Shelton ben, Benjamin. Let's see. It'd be cool if there was a stock photo of him looking at his figure at our Toys R Us. <laughs> Let's see. There's all those. Uh, so there was an elimination match where it was Eddie Edwards, El Generico, Haas, and Benjamin against the Briscoes, Michael Elgin, and Roderick Strong. Um, here we go. ROH World Tag Team Title Four Way Elimination. World's greatest tag team uh, defeat the All Night Express, the Briscoes, and the Kings of Wrestling. Wow! That's and the that thing, was, huh? and that was when All Night Express were actually pretty good, like uh, Kenny King and Rhett Titus. Mm-hmm. Before he started doing KIG King, that was that best in the world, 2011. Yeah, that was like the this. Davey Richards Eddie Edwards World Title Match. That match was oh, awesome. Okay. Meltzer went four and three quarters on it. Uh, Generico and Daniels for the TV titles on that show. No Holds Barred Street Fight, Homicide, and Rhino. I bet that was tight. 
So, so we're all in agreement of the modern era of wrestling, post-attitude era. I mean, who knows? I mean, if you look at it, the annals of, of what it's done in the current professional wrestling landscape for the long term, I mean, minus the pop in circumstances that WWE has, is it really the – I mean, it, it was essentially ECW with better talent, with better wrestling. I mean, yeah, ECW had your, your luchas at times, your Tazes, you know, that, that could wrestle and tell stories. I mean, they can obviously tell stories. But you watch some of those shows, and like 80% of it is, like, not watchable. A Ring yeah. of Honor show, 80% is watchable, if not <laughs> 95% of it. So you know, that depending same... on cheeseburger. No, I'm not, not going to shit on cheeseburger, but you know, just you know, it's just like, huh? But so that same, I mean, that same 2011 Best in the World show that I told you with that four-way tag and the Richards Edwards, yeah. the dark match, the dark match was Generation Me, Jeremy Buck and Max huh. Buck defeating yeah. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly by DQ. That was a dark match. 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but weren't the Bucks? already in Ring of Honor before they went to as Generation Me and TNA? Um, so they were they were the young Gen, Gen or Pro Wrestling Gorilla, obviously. Yeah, they were the Young Bucks and all those, but I think, but they were under contracts with TNA in t- 2009 yeah. to 2011, so they had to use um, No, no, I get that, Gen but they wrestled for Ring of Honor before that, right? Uh, probably because they started in 2006. Okay. So I would Meltzer. think, I mean, I guess, I guess if I type in. Cause I, I mean, remember just, hearing about the young bucks on the internet and, you know, obviously not knowing what a pro wrestling gorilla was, uh, knowing sparingly of ring of honor, you know, of course I knew what the WWE was and, you know, kind of what impact or TNA impact was. Uh, you know, kind of at that time, but, you know, you would always hear Young Bucks, Young Bucks, you know, the Rockers, you know, inspiration and, and whatnot. And then I remember watching Impact and then there were Generation Me and I was like, okay, these guys are, in-. you know, I, I like them because, you know, I could sense the Rocker capability and the Shawn Michaels inspiration. Um, and then, you know, they left the company because they treated Okada like shit as well as they should have. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, became who they are and, you know, Titans in the industry, if you will. But, um, yeah, no, it's just, like I say, you know, you look at the annals, like as pro wrestling, not sports entertainment. I mean, it's gotta be again, the breeding ground of what we know that's had a longer impact than that era of, of the WWE, I would say. Um, you know, of course, pre-Bullet Club and, you know, when everyone had that exodus uh, to NXT, it seemed like, um, you know, it had a little lull, but, you know, what company doesn't, if you yeah. will. Yeah, that's totally fair. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's something I guess I'm talking myself into, like, doing a deep dive somehow. Like, I really hope this Honor Club thing works. And, you know, Tony Khan really did shell out 40 or, or $50 million uh, for this, he he better damn well, you know, find a way to to get that good good, if you will, the the original Priest and Claire stuff. Hopefully, uh, that can be done. So, at least yeah, I wish I had like a better a- answer on that whole shindig, how that goes. Like, I wish I could, yeah. I wish I knew more about that, if you will. Uh, crazy, but crazy. I, man, I I tell you what, though, you look at um, 
you know, you just look at if you if, if there's one person that I trust to redo this company, it's in the right hands at least. Okay. Because ROH was built on basement dwelling dorks. You know what I mean? Like every I, I don't even I shouldn't even say it that way. It was every like there's so many people that I know that we're going to stop watching wrestling in 2002, 2003, right around there. Because a lot of them were WCW fans because they liked the, you know, the cruiserweight and the working. And, you know, they just, they weren't WWE guys. Just didn't like WWE. It was too, too, you know, TV show. It wasn't wrestling as much. And while WCW definitely turned to shit at the end of it, it still had those guys in it that you really like to watch. And ROH yeah. came and gave everybody that alternative who didn't, you know, or, or lost ECW as an example, too. They gave you that alternative that WWE doesn't, didn't give you or couldn't give you or didn't want to give you, frankly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the better answer there, yeah. <laughs> huh. You know, and it took them a while to, to figure it out. It took, it took some rough times for them to realize we need to start getting in new talent and this talent that all these other people are liking because we're starting to every, that's the thing. WWE every time that they start to sense that there's trouble on the horizon with a the competitor, they just buy their talent, <laughs> you know, or very in the yeah, bury them. Or in the case of WCW, they were forced to get better. Yeah, they're they're in a spot now with AEW that and with what they what he what they may be able to do with Ring of Honor theoretically if, if when things persist itself. And God forbid, I'm, I hope Warner doesn't go. Well, now that that one guy's not around, we'll, we'll give you a TV deal. I hope that doesn't happen. Oh God, that would be yeah. You know what I mean? That would not be. Yeah. But like they're in a spot now where they have real competition and they can't just buy the guys. The only reason they got the guys that they got is because at the end of the day, Cody was probably always going to go back once he was able to get himself to that level to get that title. Cause for whatever yeah. reason he, that a belt is a real thing, which is fine. I enjoy his work a lot. So I'm not mad about it. He had a great year for this as short as it was, but, um, you would think it now is when they really got to start trying to step up and they're not stepping up. I mean, huh. these shows are not good. No. <laughs> Where the I last month of All Elite Wrestling has been very good. Oh, my God. Not- I, I was talking to Brian today about this. I said, last night on AEW, they did in exactly 90 seconds, because I watched it back three times, once for more entertainment and the second time to time it. In 90 seconds, yep. they got they did a promo that would have took WWE 15 minutes to to spoon feed you every fact because they think you're an idiot and can't comprehend a storyline. You're talking about the page where he said he had some uh, uh, making up to do with some old friends, which I thought was brilliant. Oh, that one was good too, and I, I love the the after. I love that Adam Page is showing remorse for injuring Moxley because so my thing he, is. Yep. Can, yep. Now, now you can really extend this, and you can get more out mm-hmm. of it. Agreed. It's just Agreed. that little now, little storytelling. No, I'm not gonna lie though. Um, I loved him and Mockley the match from uh, last week. Uh, what would that have been? The um, 
the seventh oh, the or el- whatever. Yep. Eighty. Anyways, uh, last week it was you know whatever. Um, John Moxley and and Hangman Adam Page. Hell of a match. Great opener. Um, it was honestly one of the better Moxley matches I've seen in a while. A really great Hangman Adam Page one. The only issue I had was the kayfabe a concussion storyline after if he supposedly did have a real concussion. And, of course, with how important the CT and concussions have been uh, in sports in the last 20 years or so. Um, that's my only, you know, problem with it. Again, that interview I thought was a little bit better, you know, that they had on last night's on, on 118 on that episode of Dynamite with, uh, of course, uh, Renee Paquette, which, uh, you know, I, I thought was a, a really cool touch to that uh, to kind of bring that realism if you will but the kayfabe head injury that that was my only irk um i think they'll get over that but besides that bravo aw uh, like i said over the last month so and i I like i'll say i liked it for the fact that moxley was just mocking him the whole time and then Moxley suddenly was like oh my god what, what just happened to me and then so now he gets his time off. Pulled the shit that, out of it too. Yeah, yeah, he was he was fantastic. You know, so now he gets his vacation, well earned. Yeah. <laughs> and you continue to make Hangman Page a straight white meat baby face, like you need to not you need to keep him because of how fucking over he is. And they yeah. did that by him showing remorse for his opponent, whereas other people wouldn't do that. But that's the guy you have to do it. It's it's those little things. That is why I just this company just hits on all cylinders with me. The the promo I was talking about was Renee Renee's in the backstage and she goes, "Well, you heard it here, Brian Cage. Next week you get Brian Danielson." And he's like, "Yeah, you know it's about." To... And then all of a sudden MJF walks in and he goes, "This is the most money I'm sure you guys have ever seen in your entire life." He goes, "Look, I don't care if you win, I don't care if you lose. I just want you to break his arm." Think he could do that? He's like, I think I could do that. And then he goes, good, and he slaps the shit out of him. Brian Cage yeah. grabs him on his, around his neck, going, what the hell is wrong with you? And, and, he, and he starts showing him the money, and not money, like, yep. Brian, 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 Brian. So he, he stops us to go, he fixes his neck and his collar, and he's like, that's, what, that's called hate, which you, just, which you just had right there. He goes, it's the number one motivator in this world. If you bring that to you, with you next week, this isn't going to be a problem. He smacks Nana with the money. Nana counts it, puts it in his jacket, and the scene ends. It was perfect. It was wow, that was so all 90 good. seconds, huh? Yeah, yeah, I looked at it. It was a 90-second promo. I'm like, WWE would have been like, you know, you're taking on a guy that I need to have beat. And if you don't know who that guy is, roll the footage. And then they'll show you <laughs> 10 minutes of him antagonizing him. He's like, you see what he's done to me. Now let me grab this briefcase, and you know you know how this thing is going to go. And then they're going to say all these words like, "I want you to put him into a medical facility" because they don't say hospitals or whatever, and you know things like that. And it was just boom, 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 perfect. And you made you made Brian Cage look like a stud, yeah. just like MJF did the week before with Kanosuke Takeshita. Oh. And then to catch made, it, calling him an asshole on TV, I was like, yeah, boy. <laughs> His promo, 30 seconds, fantastic. Got over yep. people, people. Randomly. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was fast forwarding through some stuff. I was like, oh, it's to catch it up. And then I was like, I'm intrigued. And he's speaking, you know, Japanese. And I'm like, well, what, what did you say? And he's like, 
MJF is an asshole. I was like, all right, well, there we go. I'm all down for that. Did you see that that um, picture where they were showing, like, the, um, I can't remember what they were showing in the forum or something, um, or something in L.A., and in the background mm-hmm. of the concession stand was Takeshi and Don Callis with throwback L.A. Kings jerseys with their last names on them? No, I did not. So they've been planting seeds on, like, social media and things like that with Don Callis as, like, trying to, like, like he gave Takeshi his card. And and he's like he's like your ability is not the problem, it's the fact that you don't have anyone with you is the problem. And he gives him his card. They, when they said we'll push to Keshina when we have him, yeah. He, I mean, I think he's going to get into a program, but something's going to happen here. And I don't know how long it's going to take or what's going to happen, but we're going to get to Keshina Omega. Oof. Oh my God, it's going to be glorious. I mean, we're going to that, right? Wherever. Cause that's the <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of bummed that we're missing him in South Bend, Indiana on Saturday. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Who's he working Warrior there? Wrestling. The Briscoes were at the last few Warrior Wrestling, you know, as well. But, uh, but yeah, no, that is, oh, man, that'd be so cool. Nick Nick Wayne was Nick Wayne was talking about how they they, they were the nicest human beings he's ever met, and he always knew when they come around because he'd hear Nick fucking Wayne, and he'd turn around and was standing there. <laughs> Jay Briscoe's like, "What up, man? <laughs> who's like who's Takeshita working? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Scared to death, probably. Bro, I'm about to watch Briscoe singing on Shinsuke Nakamura and someone named Kazuchika. That's yeah. all it says. I'm- <laughs> that was That's the thing insane. I was saying we watched on Discord the other day. When I was saying, God, I missed that. Yeah, Nakamura. oh, this was that match. Yeah, I can't yeah it's, this it's is awesome. Chaos with the Briscoes. What? Let's go. <laughs> is this Warrior Wrestling 27? Let's go. Let's talk about real wrestling, not the guy that tried to kill it 40 years ago <laughs> and then tried to kill it. Our childhood company in 2023, like, what the hell, man? That bastard. Who's, wait, like, okay, so Jay Briscoe starting the match by extending his hand to Kazuchika Okada. That is awesome. Whoa, Vakino's going to be at this show? <laughs> Nakamura shaking hands with the ref, I love it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so I just, I just, I, I just went on the uh, the Warrior Wrestling because I didn't. It's it's El Hijo del oh, Vaquito. Oh, this is insane, huh? So Buddy Matthews, Casey Navarro. Yep. Uh, Vaquino's on it. Yep. Takeshi to Zach Wentz. To hell's a beast, man. I don't know, but I also said, what the hell's a gringo loco? And now that guy's everywhere. <laughs> I, this, okay, some of the, some of the stuff I, I, I'm not really... I don't give a crap about this Frank the Clown stuff. No, no. But to be fair, he's been a staple with that. But uh, this Daniel, yeah. Christopher Daniel, Eli, Eli Night match. The, I watched the two promo videos. That's uh-huh. going to be tough. Yeah, but yeah, E-O-L Vikingo. That's Insane. Here right? with Ray Horus and Flamita for the AAA Mega Championship. 
I mean, we all know it's going over, but still. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but Keegan's with that shit. <laughs> Damn, there's, there's so many things to watch this weekend. I know, right? God bless America. So when is that new New Japan is the twenty first? So it's yeah, it's Saturday morning. Okay, yeah, because Sunday, Sunday's the twenty first. Yeah. So Sunday at one a.m. Yeah, so it starts at one a.m. Okay, that's not bad. Um, and then. Let me go to. He said, "Oh, and then we get the the new beginning in the uh, Nagoya the next night." Yep. That was Shingo and Great Okan for the KOP title. You say that's the next night? Yeah, that's the twenty second. New beginning in Nagoya. Shingo versus Great Okan, two a.m. Why is that a new beginning? Isn't that one of their major shows? Yeah, new uh, new beginning are the next three shows. Um, yeah, so so we have You're the Wrestle Kingdom in Yokohama, twenty first, and then the new beginning in Nagoya. It's a cheering event. It says that was advertised on there. We get Oscar Lube, Lube, and Yuto Nakashima versus Makabe and Yano. Uh, Honma, Narita, Desperado, and Suzuki against Evil Yujiro, Show and Togo. Oh, uh, that's enough. Royal Heat, Oiwa, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Goto against Saber, Nichols, Hayes, and Kosei Fujita, his young boy. Kenta, Fantasmo, Ishimori against Jado, Wato, and Tadahashi. Taichi, Katamaru, Doki, and Taka, just four guys. Against uh, United Empire, Osprey, Hanari, TJP, Akira, Okada, Umino, Taguchi, and Yo against Bushi, Hiromu, Sanada, Naito, and then Shingo, Great Okan. Damn, Nagoya got the shit under the stick on the new beginnings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, um, Shingo Okan's going to be a good main event. Um, I'm just kind of bummed that. Like, LIJ is going to, like, have their singles matches against, you know, Congo the night before. Uh, I don't know how they're going to be standing. I mean, Bushi's obviously going to be the fall man, but uh, it would be cool if it was, like, whoever wins the most out of those matches will go on the face uh, half of chaos. <laughs> I, don't even know what this, I don't even know what that team is. Like, is Umino part of chaos? Like, why is this a ragtag team of wrestlers on this? I don't know. It's like uh, a WWE house show in Fargo, North, <laughs> North, North. Uh, What are they got? On the fourth is the new beginning in Sapporo. That's uh, Oscar Lube and Ocon. Um, another multi, more tags, more fucking tags. Akira and TJP against Duki and Kanemaru. Osprey, Taichi. And then the main event is Shota Umino and Tetsuya Naito on that show. Was last year's New Japan Wrestle Kingdom Night 3, was it the Okada and Kiyomiya tag match? Yes. Or was it Tanahashi and Kiyomiya? It was, no, it, was, it was Tanahashi and Okada against Muda and Kiyomiya. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that makes sense. It was about to say Okada and Kiyomiya, you know, in that tag. Well, let's just go over really quick. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 17, night two. It kind of <laughs> transpired during Wrestle Kingdom night one uh, when, you, you know, uh, you, Congo kind of came 
question during the press conference uh, that LIJ was having. Yes, sir. Do you, do you want to uh, – the, there's there's the, the show on the 5th, too, has the Bishamon versus Hasten Nichols tag title, Ishii, Zack Sabre world TV title match, and then Yo and Hiromu for the junior. And then lastly, oh. before we jump into it, the 11th is the new beginning in Osaka. And that's the one that has – it's got a – oh, God, Kenta and Tanahashi are going to have a singles match. They're going to kill each other again. Uh, they're, they're going one-on-one Watto and Ishimori one-on-one um, Hikuleo J. White loser leave Japan Tama I'm calling Tana it now, Watto's getting that win Watto's Over, over Ishimori soldier. One, two, three. Oh yeah uh, Tamataga defends the open weight The never open weight against Phantasmo And then Okada Shingo for the title Which should yeah, fuck That's a sexy match <laughs> But yes uh, as, as you were, you were alluding These are to weight. So how many reigns has Okada had as world champion, like with this fictitious title and, of course, the prestigious B4 Five? title? What's the most in New Japan history? Was it Tanahashi. I bet you Tanahashi oh, has like seven. Okay. Let me let me look. Let me get an answer here. Um Reigns. So if Hikaleo beats Jay White in that loser leaves the Japan match, uh, February 11th, uh, New Beginning in Osaka, then, I mean, technically it's in California because it was announced uh, today on socials. Uh, Eddie Kingston will be taking on Jay White, and I think it can be a pretty damn good match. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, what does this mean for the possible rumors of Jay White heading into the Rumble? Do you think it's just trips? Well, we'll get to the shakeup in WWE in 2023. Um, but uh, I think I it's mean, all fan-made bullshit. So you think he's just resigning or going to AEW? I, I I know he wants to do some stuff in America. So if I'm New Japan, why not let he him go to? Now. Yeah. So why not just have him do? He could still work your New Japan shows. He can work yep, yep. and then have more AEW. You know, to, do you think he would five. fit a little bit better in AEW, or when Ring of Honor kind of revamps, hopefully uh, sometime this year, especially with Honor Club, with them doing weekly shows? Um, I mean, do you think he might fit a little bit better with that crowd? Well, it's the beauty of doing the AEW is you've got options. <laughs> but I know, well, hopefully, they they got a. I mean, but it could be their NXT, but in a way where you could just you know rotate talent. And, you know, kind mm-hmm. of transcends the and I mean, I, I think people wouldn't be mad at that since we kind of see that kind of everywhere in the last two years in professional wrestling. Hell, I was explaining the forbidden door concept, trying to explain impact wrestling and AEW and why they seem very similar. I was like, well, because their talent actually, you know, kind of cross-sects <laughs> each other. And then Kenny Omega was their champion for a while as well as, they, you know, I was trying to explain it. He's like, what? And I was like, so, yeah, again, I could talk for nine hours. <laughs> uh, so Tanahashi has eight reigns, and Okada had five, and now he's had two with the new title. So he has technically seven for Okada, eight for Tanahashi. He has seven? Yeah, he has oh, five he with the old title and yeah. two with this one. Um, and then, Do you know who has the was, most history offhand? The, mo- the most in what? 
the most heavyweight title. You know how Ric Flair is the 16-time world champion or something along those lines. Like, who's like the puro Ric Flair, if you will? Oh, man. Gosh. Well, you figure Muda... <laughs> Muda held the IWGP four times. Okay. Noah he definitely once. held that G more than four times. No, he, he GHC only held once. That was it, really? Yeah, that was his whole reasoning for going to Noah. Was be, was the intrigue of he could become the third person to hold all three titles because it was only ever done by Kensuke Sasaki and. Um, uh, Kensuke Sasaki and uh, what's his name? Uh, Takiyama. Oh, Takiyama. So let's see. Muda. So Muda's got eight under his belt. He's got three, four, and one. Um, Kensuke Sasaki has six, one, and one because he's a six-time uh, champ in New Japan. And he's held the other two one time. Mm-hmm. Um, God, Suama's been a triple crown champ eight times. Kind of like Tanahashi. I mean, I guess it's kind of one of those guys, I would say. Muda's got eight. Suama's got eight. Tanahashi's got eight. But they only really were in one place. Misawa could be... How many times did Masala held the GHC championship? I See, wonder. that's what I was wondering. I was like, well, Masala's got to be up there. Because he's had the Triple Crown five times. I don't know. I think he's had two runs. With the GHC title. This is GHC heavyweight champion three times. So... It's, he said eight reigns then. So a lot of these guys Triple are all at eight. Crown five times. Wow. Yep. Yeah, he was the first. Yeah, because he was the first GHC champion. Yeah, Kobashi, when he finally beat Masala. God, that's right. He had that 735-day reign, and they blew it on Takeshi Rikio. I might oh. have to hand him my hero card. Um, my mind exploded when I just read uh, that Masabo was Tiger Man. Yeah, the original him and your title. Yeah, him and uh, that's that's what uh, he was the one after Satoru Sayama. Hmm. The one who had those famous matches with uh, Dynamite Kid. Hakushi. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Back in like the eighties. The eighties. <laughs> Damn, the tag champ with Jun Akiyama It's wild. So, what? I guess I, I I do still want to spend a little time on that um that the the 2022 wrap up that we were meaning to do. Um, oh, for sure. But, but let's quickly. Uh, yeah, go uh, over, uh, night, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, night two, Russell Kingdom. Uh, this uh, Saturday, as Ryan said, at 1 a.m., NewJapanWorld.com. Spend that 877 in that yen uh, to U.S. currency uh, exchange. Um, some pretty interesting matchups. Of course, the big one is the big faction war, but this time we get it via single style. Um, of course, we got your preliminary tag of matches, Kosei Fujita and Ryohei. Iowa, I'll, I'll get that sometime soon, uh, versus Taishi Ozawa, who I love. 
um, and Yasutaka Yano, who I also appreciate. Uh, the Young Lions versus Young Lions. What do you think about this match, Ryan? I think it's going to be fun. I always like these Young Lion matches because they go harder than anybody in these matches. And Kosei Fujita, he's going to have that uh, little chip on his shoulder now that he's part of TMDK. Very true. Very true. Um, now, do we have to pay for match- this show? I don't know. I was wondering about that uh, earlier today. I was like, is this a pay-per-view or is it going to be on World? I'll check it's that out as I go through. After... Oh, so we have to buy this? Thirty-nine sixty yen, $29.50 English commentary. Live for non-Japanese territories. Video on demand available for, Jap- for Japan later. I wonder if we get the Japanese for free and then you have to pay for the pay for the English version, which I'd rather listen to it in Japanese anyway. I was about to say, I'll, uh, even though Jordan gave me shit for watching it, uh, Rust the Kingdom in English, even though I was like, but the emotion. Um, yeah, I, I would, instead of spending $30, I, I, yeah, I'd rather as well just uh, listen <laughs> or, uh, to the Jap. Otherwise, I might have to get that on that free 99 tip. You <laughs> I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yes, continue. I apologize. Oh, um, God, now I'm intrigued. Is this on sale? New Japan World Account required for viewing. I don't know. I'll read that later. Um, and then we also have, where's my gimmick? Ruin my flows. No, I'm just kidding. Um, then we'll have the next tag match, Oscar Lube, Tomohiro Ishii, which uh, Ishii's, uh, you know, kind of at that career where now he's in the uh, opening two matches, which, hey, I'm still happy he's still out there. Because he's taking on Daike Anaba, and I think uh, Noah's version of the Stone Pitbull, if you will, but with a really cool hairstyle. Masa Kitamiya, yeah. Ryan, we're gonna get Ishii and Kitamiya in, uh, in probably my dream match for 2023. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna when those two big hosses are in the ring, it's gonna get a little violent. I, I'm sure Oscar Lube is gonna take the fall here. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to predict this card. Just like the last one where I would like eleven for eleven, Alex. <laughs> and and I was even getting Yep. So Taishi Ozawa's taking the fall in the opener. I think Kosei Fujita's getting the pin. And then I think Masakita Mia is gonna pin Oscar Lube. Lube. Or Lube or whatever. Oscar Lube. Uh the first <laughs> match of the card, technically. And this is a uh, cheering event too, by the way. Which is yes, cool. Yeah, yeah, which is very cool. Uh, wow, this. Am I really reading that right? Uh, Takashi Segura, uh, Satoshi Kojima, uh, who are also tag champs. Uh, Toriyano, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, that is one team, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take on uh, Gato, El Phantasmo, Kenta, and Mara Fuji, bro. How That's crazy right. is this team? Well, if it's if we get any more of if, if we get more of grumpy Kenta that we got in that awesome match against Sugara and Kojima at the yeah. Noah the New Year, sign me the hell up for this again because that match was just angry Kenta just beating the like it, it was it was mind boggling. You watched the Noah the New Year and Kenta's yeah. grumpy ass Kenta just stiffing the shit out of those two. Then you watch Wrestle Kingdom and he's doing a power walk Olympic to the ring like. It's just night and day difference of how much he, like, what he tries and not. But 
I think trade down, New Japan. As I've been saying for the last, it seems like three or four years has uh, creepily become the WWE. But anyway. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking Gato's taking a fall to one of the tag champs here oh, yeah. on this one. Who's pinning him, though? Who's, who's going who's to make Gato uh, or Tap, Red, maybe? Red Club. Red Club, yeah. That's Cozy Larry. Kind of Sit Next down. match uh, in a special attraction match. Woo! Yohei. Former GHC, a junior heavyweight champion, it seemed like for an eternity, uh, and and former what was he a Dragon Gate tag champ or, or what? It's, again, the the streams have been crossing. Uh, but oh, GHC hey, we'll with KZ. With KZ, that's so random. Uh, we'll take on Despy El Desperado, uh, no longer Suzuki Goon, but still loves uh, loves him some master. Um, and boss and uh, <laughs> that's being Yoe. That's going to be great. Twenty minute time limit, uh, so you know this will be a nice, fast paced matchup. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a twelve minutes. Ryan, who do you got picking up the dub? I think I got to go Despy. Ooh, okay, okay. Which but then that'll hard. make what New Japan three. And they'll one. be up three one, and I feel like the next two matches. Well, no. I'm going to take that. Oh, God, this is difficult. Wouldn't it be funny? I, uh, uh-huh. This next match has got me confused. Um, is Taguchi wrestling twice? Oh, no, that was another card. Um, <laughs> so next match, it'll be a six-man tag. We will have uh, representing Noah uh, I'm a Amakusa, who's, like, running for champ. Uh, and then myself, Alejandro, um, in a match, we'll take on a Master Wato, uh, Ryusuke Taguchi. And wouldn't it be crazy in a weird twist, even though it definitely isn't? Uh, but it would be cool if this was Kota Ibushi's version of Tiger Mask. Uh, you, you're saying no one's going to get the win. Who who am I going to pin, Ryan? Is it going to be uh, Taguchi or, or, or Tiger Mask? Well, like, that's the thing. Is, like, I kind of feel they're going to want Wato to win this. Yeah. Got to build off can't... that Russell King momentum, man. The people were wanting it. So, can you really have Noah go five and or go one and five? I mean, weren't they up last year, like pretty early on? I mean, yeah, but but you got to. I don't think they're going to sweep a lot of these. I think they're losing three of the five of the of the Lij matches. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna. It it's I I'm. In my my mind says Watos pinning Junta Miyawaki, but I'm going to say Amakusa pins Tiger Mask just to make it three two. Okay, Amakusa. Um, plus he's you know pissed because of the New Year. Um, next match tag match <laughs> the Cody former uh, Neil or Hal, excuse me, Hal. <laughs> uh, Toga Makabe Kuzuchiko Okada will take on Yoshiki Inamura. And Kaito, Kiyomiya, your champion versus champion special attraction, a tag match. Ryan, who's going to pin Okada, and why is it going to be in the morrow? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so this is another one where I'm like, God, is New Japan going up 5-1 to one here? <laughs> but I kind of feel like Kiyomiya is going to pin Makabe. Because okay, Kiyomiya is now sense. the champion. Okada's team beat Kiyomiya last year. Like, they beat Kiyomiya. 
I think if you want to have any sort of thought of putting those two together, Okada's team can't win again. Plus, then it makes it 3-3. Now, if it's 5-1 New Japan, am I surprised? No. Does Okada (laughs) fit Itamura? Doesn't shock me. But I'm going to just say for the sake of trying to talk this out as a booker, I'm going to say Kiyomiya's pinning Makabe. And then at the end of the match, the the afterbirth, if you will, the stare down between champions Okada and Kiyomiya. As we talked after uh, Noah's the New Year, we we pretty much were in agreement that Kiyomiya pretty much has to hold on to the GHC Heavyweight Championship for the whole 2023 calendar year. Um, maybe in enough time because we know Okada might lose it this year, or and then regain it probably at Wrestle Kingdom 2024. <laughs> um, but then, I mean, does that set up then for the eventual, you know, third version of, of Noah New Japan Wrestle Kingdom matchups? Do you think then that's your big one and then you try to do it at the Dome? Or do you do it at an actual January 4th Wrestle Kingdom match and you build Okada and Kiyomiya for that? I mean, they used to do that type of shit. They used to bring in guys from outside the company for big matches. So it's been done before. I don't know. I think the better that they end up playing together after this show, I think we'll tell the tale of what's going to happen next. Yeah. Well, we definitely know because we will have Congo and Los Ingobernables, De Hapon, a five-single match set up. We definitely know uh, Bushi will be taking the L as he is taking on the raddest <laughs> man in all of Congo, uh, the hippest cat, if you will, uh, Tadasuke. Tadasuke. Uh, Tadasuke. You think he pins him with his style and his jacket <laughs> and sweat? No, well, I because Bushi's Tad- on his way out, too. I think Tadasuke has another boring Tadasuke match, and he- <laughs> that's just it. It'll be fine, but I think Tadasuke. This is what like this is where this gets tough too, because like, you know, like I like Hajime O'Hara, but I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, on. I mean, Hiromu is definitely going to be be picking up that W. Uh, O'Hara though, not not a bad twenty twenty two. The couple of matches I saw. Uh, next match though, uh, Noah. Re- oh, this is going to be. Just imagine if Evil was still in LIJ. This would have been a cool match. Um, Soya will be taking on a Sonata. Uh, Sonata, which, you know, he's looking a bit, a little bit more livelier. I'd say the last couple of matches I've seen with Sonata. So, uh, but oh man, this is this is going to be a pretty good matchup. Yeah, I mean, Sonata's not Sonata's not losing. Sonata. So now we'd have it 5-4. So to me, yeah. this in theory, Nakajima and Kano both can't lose, can they? I think but, Kano definitely has to get the win. See, that was my thought. Was my Originally, I thought, okay, Kano's going to beat Naito, and Shingo's going to beat Nakajima. But now with, with Shingo going on before Naito, are you really going to have Kongo close the show winning? I mean, why not, first off? Um, secondly, it depends on if Nakajima... I, I don't think he's going to knock out uh, Shingo Takagi. <laughs> Who knows? Like, like, so, I expect this to be stiff as hell. 
Um, and a lot of screams, a lot of yells. Um, I mean, these two matches is what wrestling is, is or Puro is, is meant for. Oh, this is what we wanted <laughs> like, last year. Instead of that I mean, 10 Yeah, match. exactly. Exactly. Um, and we're getting it. And, and Naito having, I'd say, a rebound year in 2022, kind of, you know, in the spotlight, not in the spotlight, but looking a little bit more invested. Um, I don't know if the rest from 2020 and the 21 had a little bit to do with that with, with Naito, but, you know, I definitely not saying this is 2017 Tetsuya Naito by, by any means, which imagine that version of Naito versus Kano. If we get the suit, man, we, ladies and germs, you're in for a treat. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, these two matches right here could easily be, for the first half of 2023, some of the best matches of the year. <laughs> like, I'm already going in, like, five stars, seven stars. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm going to be disappointed if it's not. Like, I, guess. <laughs> I mean, it, it all depends. I mean, we know Shingle's going to show up. We know Nakajima's going to show up. Uh, it just all depends on, on what Tetsuya Naito wants to do. But, I mean, if he's main eventing a Wrestle Kingdom-labeled event versus essentially his doppelganger, I mean, Congo is essentially L.I.J. Let's be real. The same color scheme, the same, you know, D-gap attitudes uh, by all. It's just uh, so know, much it, louder. It, yeah. <laughs> they don't wear like. Did you see when when they showed up to the Noah show and Naito pulled out his little Louis Vuitton like purse and he bought a Kano shirt and then he bought a autograph ticket and all of Lij uh, went and they made Congo they had Congo all autograph the shirt. Did you see that? <laughs> I did not see that. Go no, on, go amazing. on Twitter. It's fantastic. And they're like all that posing with the crazy. shirt, and they're all in nice clothes and suits. And meanwhile, Congo shows up in trap jack. It's like I'm gonna whip your ass, bitch. You know, just like yeah. But again, that shows your bushy road versus you know cyber fight. You know, it's kind of like uh, you know two opposing companies and how they kind of see the, the, the wrestling aspect. And, you know, like I said, New Japan being, um, you know, the the E of, of Puro, if you will, uh, you know, just meaning mainstream, you yeah. know, visibility-wise, and, and some booking, let's be real. Um, <laughs> oh, the king of pro wrestling no, is no I mean, better I than can see that. The conflict of, of the two different promotions, that's, that's pretty damn cool. Uh, I'm what? trying to find it on YouTube here. And and so like here's my other concern issue, whatever you want to call it with this match, is I feel like you have to put um Naito and Kano on eighth and Shingo on ninth. Because if you if you present the card this way, to me it says, Okay, Shingo's losing to Nakajima and then it'll be tied with whatever team wins this match, you know, wins the, the war, and Tetsuya Naito yeah. wins it for New Japan. Because not, you know, not even the fact that Shingo's KOPW champion, like, makes me think he can't win. It's in three weeks he's wrestling Kazushi Okada for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's yeah. why I don't think he can lose. Or maybe if, if he wins, no. now it's five to three going into the last match. And it's like, well, New Japan already won. 
Yeah. Yeah, but why are we making it like a SmackDown versus Raw type of thing when when it's more so like it, it's really on these this faction versus faction these singles matches like the tag matches are you know they're they're fine. Uh, you know, it's kind of running down. I'm like, oh, these would be actually really interesting to watch. But, but I mean, in, in reality, it, it's for those those final five matches, or yeah. let's be real, the final three. <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if they are going in for supremacy. I remember on, on English commentary uh, last year they they would talk about like, oh, we're up, you know, this number and that number. So you know, again, I, I kind of see that, but. Well, Man, I mean, it's just I... the basic competition because if if they don't treat it as a competition, they're telling you as a fan that it doesn't yeah, mean anything other than a, a cash grab. Which I mean, let's be real, it is. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad about it. Thank you for a great cash grab if that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's tight. But so that's just where I, I look at that aspect of, you know, you you have to try to present it as as like a legit we want to beat you, we want to be better than you type thing. Yeah. Which, again, like you, you, like you were saying, plays into that last matchup really well. Because, I mean, yeah, is Naito going to have that fighting spirit? Is, is he going to be that, you know... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting um, to kind of see. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to find this wonderful thing you were talking about. Um, uh, I saw it all on the Noah Twitter. Noah Twitter. <laughs> no, can no. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I, man, I, I don't know. Like I said, it all varies. I, I think, I think Naito, I pray Naito is going to come and, and, and want to steal the show. Um, I understand what you're saying with, with, with Shingo and, and Nakajima. A hundred percent. In in any day of the week, that would be the main event. But but Kano's your leader. These are your leaders. You know mm-hmm. that's why they're going to go on. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun, man. This this show's going to be really good. Then we get the the rando ass next night show. Um, yeah. Has, I don't know. Has that full card come out yet? Uh, for which one? Bye bye. Oh, the yeah. Uh, I want to say just what oh, I've seen. You know seen. what? I got it. I, I, uh, my, I, I'll just talk it real quick. I, I, if there's anything you want to jump in. Ooh. Ooh. You like how I just got excited? <laughs> um, is that supposed to be Masaki? Um, so at Sushi Katoga and Sekiro. Oh, I want to be in a team called the Good Looking Guys. Should we start that American faction? Who's the good-looking guys? Uh, Anthony Green. Oh, Jack, Jack Morris. And Jake, Morris <laughs> and Jake fucking Lee. So, uh, are you on the are you on the the Wrestle Universe page? No, I'm on Wikipedia. Oh, so maybe they they have a better maybe a better card. Is it Timothy Thatcher against Masaki Mochizuki? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then Sayoria knows. Student versus our, the teacher, right? I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. We, we get our, our girl Sayoria No tag with Jungle Kiona against Natsu Sumiri and my girl Maya Yuki. That is going to be cool as hell. Maya Yuki is, oh my, my land. Is this going to be on uh, Wrestle Universe? 
Yeah, yeah, this is Perfect. definitely on there. Um, I'm looking at it right now on their uh, show details. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, wow. Ogawa, Aitan, Rungai against uh, Milwaukee, Alejandro, and Yasudakiyano. Then we got the one match you were talking about, the handsome guys or whatever against Masaki Tamiya, Daiki Inaba, and Yoshiki Inamura. In a GG martial arts rules match, Kazushi Sakuraba against Hideki Suzuki. How awesome is uh, that going to be? Then we get Abakusa, Ultimo, and Ninja Mac against Yohei, KZ, and Dante Leon. Um, Kaito Kiyomiya, El Hijo, Del, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., Takashi Sugara, and Satoshi Kojima against Keno, Katsuhika Nakajima, Masakatsu Funaki, and Manabu Soya. And then Hakushi, Akira, and Naomichi Marafuji against Muta, Sting, and Darby Allen. Bye-bye. I mean, I'm going to watch it because Hakushi's there. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that main event. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm excited for the Thatcher-Mochizuki match, though. I'm intrigued to see what these good-looking guys work as a team and if it's going to be uh, some... Uh, I'm trying to think. What was Ziggler's faction name? The Dirty Dog? Like, I don't want it to be annoying. Something? I just want them to, like, be – I don't know. I don't know why I'm rooting for Jake Lee. I have no idea why. We went over his career, uh, you know, on, on the last show, Ryan, and it's just like he's just so bland. You see the talent. You see this, but it's been, like, five years, and you're like, well, you still can't gain a microcosm of charisma. It's, and, it's you know, and, simple. There's – one simple reason why you want, why you're interested is because at the end of the day, we both know that we have seen plenty of spark or good things that yeah. it's like, I just wish he, I wish it would click. Yes. That's exactly what it is, is because you want him to succeed. We've watched this dude's career for the last, you know, four or five years since they really started pushing him. And it's every time we're just like, come on, man, what are you doing? Why haven't you figured it? What are you doing? And we want, and we, and we both said, maybe a new change of scenery is good. Yes. Um, by the way. <laughs> there won't be a new Japan, though. There won't be a Bushi <laughs> Road. <laughs> um, on, it's an 11.30 a.m. start time on the 29th, which means that's an 8.30 p.m. start time the night of the Rumble. So theoretically, what? after the Rumble... Uh, with everyone over, uh, we either could start the show or just go to the end. Uh, DDT Sweet Dreams 2023, uh, your main event, Kazu Sada Haguchi's defending the KOD against fucking Yuji Hino. Wow, really? And the advertisement is just a picture of each one of them chopping each other because of how stiff their match was in the DD and the DO. DO, yep. Wow. This picture is awesome looking man oh man am i hopped up for that shit i didn't know that was gonna happen <laughs> man yeah, the I, I watched that main event oh man rumble oh, yeah our next show is gonna be the rumble preview but uh man yeah some really good uh got him what's the other events oh dragon gate so i was gonna go with this Obviously, Noah and Dragon Gate have been, you know, working together over the last year or so, you know, kind of 
exchanging some talents, uh, you know, here and there, especially with Dragon Gate's uh, talent, you know, being more involved with Noah's storylines and championships, if you will. Um, who who would you like to see Congo kind of interact with on the Dragon Gate side? If they're, you know, talking shit to, to New Japan, uh, you've been clearly saying, you know, besides stardom, Dragon Gate's probably the number two hero company, uh, you know, out there. I mean, in a crazy dream scenario matchup, Ryan, who would you want Congo to, to kind of go over there and, and kind of attack? You want, um, does it matter how many people, like, if I if I were to say it's a four-man faction, does that matter? No, that's fine. I would, uh, I would mind seeing him face gold class. I knew you were going to say that, you. You marked for Ben K, sir. But well, I love you it. got I Ben K. It. You got Kota Minora. Yeah. Yep. You have BB Hulk, who kicks just as hard as any of those other guys. And you have arguably one of the biggest one of the biggest breakout guys in wrestling over the last six months, Minorita. Him and you could Brooke, put him in there. You know him and Hajime Ohara. Give me. Give me Manabu, so- Manabu Soya against Kota Minora. Give me BB Hulk against Katsuhiko Nakajima. And give me Ben K and Kano. Kano's in his oh, face man. all angry. And Ben K just looks at him and does the chick 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 And he'd be so mad. He would lose his mind. He'd be like, what is this? this is oh, my joke? God. I just No, and then I, I could see him, like, just kicking him down and then him going to the outside to the announce table and just picks up, like, Ben K's three gold chains, and he's he's looking at him. He's looking at the crowd. The crowd's going ooh, and then he just like he pretends like he's gonna like put him on, and he swerves everyone. And he just like somehow breaks them apart, or just like throws them in the crowd or some shit. And he's like he, ah, he, and just, he throws him and kicks him. Yeah, he kicks him. Roundhouse kicks. He's like ah, yeah. or or Zebrats would be fun. Ah. Ishin has been tremendous since he turned on M3K and went off on his own. I he has just yeah. been a, a treat. Um, Kai right. is has been very good. Um, Let me you got Kyo. You, know mm-hmm. you got Kyo. Uh, SB Kento, which he should be back anytime. Yep. And you got one of the best wrestlers in the world last year, Shun Skywalker. Oof. Champ, I baby. Mean, Either one of those would be great. Yeah, zebra hawk, oh, man, zebra. Minus the name, it's a it's a hell of a faction. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot you of know, good stuff. It, there's a there's a lot of. I mean, even natural vibes wouldn't be terrible. No, you know, Kano and KZ would be a lot of fun. Do you think they bring? I'm not going to say. Do you think they bring back Genki just to do the rumber band? <laughs> Man, they, they did the rubber band spot at the um, on the second Corican, and it was um, uh, Konobaba Ichikawa that that took the rubber band, and he was gonna snap it in the dude's face. And when he got into the curtain, it like came off the guy's face and flew back at him, and he like jumped in the air and bumped in the curtain. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's awesome. Oh man, I was dying. So fun. Uh, that is wild. Uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of good wild, stuff coming though, up. Ryan. 
Oh, I think this also got, this is finally up on their website. I haven't seen this. It is. Let me make sure it actually is going to work. Play from the beginning. Let me. Hell yeah. Boumier Fight Club. Um, World Middleweight Championship match. Myron Reed versus Shun Skywalker from MLW is now on the Dragon Gate Network. Oh, wow. And obviously Myron Reed's part of the Boumier Fight Club. But what's interesting is Shun Skywalker, part of Zebras, comes to the ring with Davey Richards. What? I'm like, are you going to put Davey Richards in Dragon Gate and put him in Z-Rats? Let's go. He'll kill somebody. Yeah. Somebody's get her head kicked off. He's I'm going like to watch EMT this match after. This. There's, oh, um, I, I did want to double check one more time with you uh, here before we go into that list. When, do, when did you want to do our awards now? Because there's a, depending on how much extra time we have, there's a couple matches I haven't watched yet I still want to try to watch. But they're ones okay. where if I don't get them watched, I don't get them watched, so be it type thing. Should we do it that Sunday morning before football? While um, I'm there on the the twenty the twenty ninth or whatever it is. Yeah, we could do that. If yeah. you do it that Sunday. We'll twitch that shit. Twitch that TV forward slash WrestleCast Radio. All right, so so there we go. So Friday June... night Pro Wrestling Summit. 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Check that shit out. Be a part of the culture. So January 29th, we'll, we'll do it before the, the AFC and NFC Championship game start. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. So, good. we know our date. That gives me, that gives me a, little, uh, a little over a week because I, I still haven't watched Josh Alexander and Mike Bailey. Um, I, I did. Do, I, have my, I, like, I have my list done. Um, yeah. But I, I I'll probably. Tinker. What's that? I so say you still, you know, I, I mean, I'm still tinkering with mine. Not gonna lie, like every now I'm like, oh yeah, that happened because 2022 was such a crazy year. <laughs> yeah, I, I finished everything last night in case we were doing it tonight. So I, that's why I was. So I knew yeah. I would be done. But I still gotta write up my um my ten matches for the VOW thing anyway because I gotta have that in by Saturday night. Okay. So. I'm just uh, my list that I'm going to give them will be what I have, but I may change it for our end, um, just because I have a little more time. So that's perfect. Okay, good. That's what I wanted to know. Um, over, wait, hold on, hold on. Over under two Dragon Gate matches on my list. On your write up for voice um, of wrestling. Let's see. As of right now, where's my where's my goddamn documents? Um, documents twenty twenty two. War party. Shit. Ryan's. Let's see. Ryan's ballot. So, I have. I had three matches that were honorable mention. And then let's see. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Okay. So I just this is something that'll that I think will be interesting. So one, two, three, four, five, six, I was, seven. I was this. It, I have nine different companies in my top ten. Wow. There's only wow. one company that made it twice. Saying Impact could technically be ten. 
on that mm-hmm. speedball and uh, Josh Alexander yes, match. Which, which that if if that makes the top ten, it would bump out um, one of the companies because so. My match of the year, that company I also have as my number nine match. And then two, okay. everything two through ten minus nine are all different companies. Wow. Is, uh, is, is Wave on there? No, but Just Tap Out is. Oh, it's the, uh, that hardcore death match? Yeah, Juke Asai El Desperado? Yeah. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> that match was... How, uh, why am I just finding out now that the great Kali was in New Japan <laughs> and that he was lean and his manager, you know, was, I don't know, probably the best NWO member ever. Um, and he's powerbombing dudes from the apron to the inside of the ring. Why am I just finding about this now? And why didn't he powerbomb in the WWE? He looked awesome in this, like, two-second clip I just watched. That's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell Seriously, you that. Chono was... was his manager? <laughs> what? Chono. Chono. Technically, if you count honorable mentions, that adds another company onto the list. Um, it gets another company two matches and then actually gives the other company three matches. So three of my 13 matches are the same company. Two so on the other have, one. But in theory, in your top ten right now, you have nine different companies. Yeah. Are six of those Piro and or Joshi? Um, one, two, three, four, five. Five of them are. Wow. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I have, let's see, America, Japan, America, England, Japan, 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 America. Or no, six. So I lied, six. So I have, well, I have three oh, so American, six, yeah. one, one England. No, yeah, it is five because one company's twice. So I have three American companies, one England company, and then five in Japan, five. but one of them twice. So, yeah, I do actually only have five. I have five Puro companies and four non-Puro. That's a wild to me. I have a WWE match on here. I would hope so. They and it's good not the one that you have. And a match. Oh, what? I'm, 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 I'm going to say it's not the match from the pay-per-view that we can't get the name right. I can't believe you didn't put Rollins and Rhodes Hell in a Cell. That is that is the one. What? You put that over Sheamus and Walter, you weirdo? Sheamus and Walter, I gave four and three quarters. I didn't go the full five on it. How, because you're, you need to watch that match again, jerk. <laughs> I would <laughs> even put Ricochet. I would even put Gunther and Ricochet. Their SmackDown War of the World that was match, really whatever that was here. That match was fantastic. I like. I was so bummed after I left the show, like two days after that match. I was like, I wanted to, like, in my mind, like for days. I was like, I we fucking twenty five minutes on this match, like Ricochet. <laughs> that was a perfect opponent, and then not a second. I was like, no, I wanted to talk Ricochet Gunther from SmackDown. Uh, if you haven't watched it, definitely go check it out on the interwebs or your Fox app. Um, 
Yeah, the did you? I watched. Um, look, I watched SmackDown because of Imperium. I'm not gonna lie, like that's like the best thing going on that company. That that feud with the brawling brutes was fantastic. Yeah. It was like two months. Um, their their I, matches were insane. I mean, I their, their hardcore brawl or whatever the hell it was, where they were using <laughs> Cracker Barrels and everything and everything. Uh, and then they kept kicking out, and I was like, these guys should be dead. Yeah. You know, they shouldn't be like, moving, I should say. Uh, <laughs> yet they were. Ridge Howling kicking out. He's done doing backflips. I'm like, what is happening? That's why I love the, uh, um, the The other match that I liked a lot, too, that just t- took place, um, I thought Gunther and Walter was really good. Yeah. or I mean, uh, Braun Strowman. I was like, and against himself, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, him and him and um, him Braun. and uh, Braun was pretty good. Yeah. There was a lariat he hit Braun with, where I think I don't think Braun has ever been hit harder in his life and didn't know what was <laughs> happening. That's he awesome. he had Braun marked up. I mean he he was oh, whooping yeah. his ass. And I thought for sure Braun was going to beat him. They beat him with a power bomb. I was like, yeah, you were. Let's go. Yeah, I was about to say it was everything you uh, didn't think was going to happen. It actually happened. And then it was I got bad. Bad. I, I for the time that they gave, I was happy that it wasn't like a ten minute match. Like, you know, they went at least fifteen minutes. You know, twenty minutes or whatever. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a really good hoss fight. You know, and you know, Strowman is Strowman. You know that that hot peak of twenty eighteen. You know, when they should have put that rocket on him just to kind of see because that guy was over uh, as anyone in that company at that time. Um, you know, I'm not saying strap the rocket on him now, but, you know, I, I think he's maybe getting back into good graces, especially when he realizes he, he shouldn't be tweeting anymore. Uh, but he's doing some charitable work now, which, you know, I've seen over the last couple of months. But uh, other than that, yeah, I, I was very happy with that. I, I think Gunther, they're doing the right thing. If that rumor match, you know, with, with Cena and, and Theory now being in the books, the the rumor of the Cena-Gunther match was, was intriguing, but nothing as, as appetizing, I would say, than Brock Lesnar and, and Gunther. Yeah. Imagine that Imperium at WrestleMania, that entrance. <laughs> And then well, especially they're talking it's going to be seen on Logan Paul at Mania. Oh, I just read it was theory, but whatever. It's the internet. Speaking yeah. of the internet, what's up with Meltzer and, and Dragon Gate? What's with that fiasco and him saying Rangai was the booker and Kaito Ishida was uh, emailing him, but apparently it wasn't Kaito Ishida? <laughs> what? You haven't heard any of this? No. What's been, like, in the news, like, last week? Like, it was, like, a big thing? Yeah, he was getting email correspondence from uh, Ashita, And it was talking about, you know, he was talking about the, the Booker and Dragon Gate. And everyone was like, well, no, these are all lies. Like, what are you doing? Um, and Rug Guy's over at All Japan but- coming it up now. What's that? He's over there scumming it up in all Japan. Him and he, he's yeah, part of the all Asian tag team I'm champions. Confused. Yeah. And why Dragon would why, Gate if if Meltzer knew anything about Japanese wrestling like he's supposed to, and if if he supposedly watches the product, 
Kaito Ishida hasn't been in there for months. Oh, Meltzer. <laughs> I did not know that I was being hoaxed, and I was being hoaxed, Meltzer said. I feel horrible, obviously. It's not a minor thing to me, obviously. It's a big, big thing to me, and I better never let this happen again. Um, open the voice gate, apparently. Uh, might have called them out. Um, that must know what they were talking like, about. I didn't, or I didn't know what they were talking about, but they were they, so, somebody, or for some reason, they mentioned Meltzer, and they're like, I, "We yeah. don't even need to get into that. We we already we already took care of that." And I was like, "Whoa, yeah. what did they say to Dave Meltzer?" And then I never looked into it again. Yeah, everybody was was in on it. Case uh, Case Low, you know, friend of the show there here. Uh, Lanza was in on it. Um, yeah, Probably Mike Spears uh, too. Simon C. Kaito Ishida. This <laughs> is giving them crazy, crazy shit. Hell no! I'm gonna email and be like, "Hi, I'm Kazusada Higuchi." Crazy. And if you didn't know, Yosawa uh, Runga is in DDT now. <laughs> Coming it up over here with the pheromones. <laughs> That's right. Gosh. That's right. I'd love that's, to some that's insane. Why would <coughs> if you're if you're Meltzer, I would be like, why the fuck would Kaito Ishida of all people send me messages? He's kickboy, man. Kicking those facts to Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> oh, that's so that's tight. I gotta read into that. Um, Alex, you wanna go over these these store these twenty twenty two the wild year that it was that I still like look at this list and go, my goodness. Is this the I mean this is obviously the craziest, but is yeah, is this the most newsworthy year of professional wrestling history? It's so, gotta be, right? So on New Year's Eve to just kind of kick things off, um <laughs> I love how it says uh, the, uh, AEW ended the year um, with, with a bang or a white claw because it was at the press at a press conference. Um, oh. Tony Khan essentially buries Big Swole on New Year's Eve, which was hilarious. If you remember, Big Swole called out Tony Khan for being a racist, uh, even though I it was smoking all her weed. I thought that's yeah, why the lack of diversity was the reason she couldn't get a spot in AEW. Uh, Twitch Tony Khan shot back on Twitter stating, finally, a big soul is out of AEW not because of her race or gender, but because she's not a good wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that you makes me laugh so hard. On that, if I remember correctly. Who did? Leo Rush? No, you did. I, I don't think I like soul, though. Yeah, but you were like, why are you burying this wrestler? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that I probably did. Like, looking back at it now, I laugh because, like, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> but there's so much shit that happened this year, I can believe anything happened. Um, so well, well we yeah. Go. January 1st. First day of the year. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you find this list I'm looking at? No, no. Oh, Okay. Uh, I was like, damn, you're good. I'm, I bet you'll remember a lot of these then. Uh, Roman gets COVID, leading to Biggie losing the title to Brock Lesnar, leading to the undisputed title, which then leads to Big E not having anything to do, and then he gets his neck broken. Yep. It, it, I can't believe what happened. Isn't uh, it January... sucky that Brock Lesnar has ruined two New Day members, in theory? <laughs> if you want to be exact, he's... 
technically, how, how many how many African American heavyweight champions have there been? Three. Yeah. And, and who it's, beat them all? Rome too. No, he beat The Rock too. Oh God, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like what a what a what a what a stat you hope nobody comes ever comes up with if you're Brock Lesnar. Like oh shit, Booker uh, T. He but he was the I mean, world heavyweight champion. He wasn't WWE champion. Uh-oh. And the then he lost to Batista. Oh, um, Lesnar. January 5th, Phoenix dislocates his elbow on Dynamite. If you remember that disgusting, yep. his arm went backwards, and somehow he didn't break it. I couldn't tell you. And, and that happened. And also, it was the first episode on uh, TBS uh, when everything was like, uh-oh. Uh, they're moving from TNT because they got the big NHL deal uh, to TBS, which lost a couple hundred thousand viewers, it seems like, from what they were getting on TNT. And yet their TNT title is really defended on Wednesday nights on TBS, and the TBS title is primarily defended on Friday nights on TNT. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, January 16th, becomes the longest reigning uh, champion, Universal Champion, uh, which for the record was 503 days at the time. Uh, he defeated that. Um, Mickey oh. James on January 29th wears the Impact Women's Knockout title on, at the Royal Rumble. Crazy. Which then also let the whole world suddenly say, we told you they were going to beat down the Forbidden Door first. We're going to get Roman Reigns versus Moose. Cool. No, they had no idea she worked for that company. Yeah. Uh, same night, Shane McMahon returns and is promptly fired. <laughs> uh, rumors um, of uh, a lot of usage of uh, substance. Because I remember <laughs> watching, like, why is he so sweaty in two seconds? Like, why is he so more red than usual? I just remember when he, he out-punched uh, an MMA fighter. <laughs> I think like, why is he beating up Matt Riddle? Right? Or, or being the top two? It was supposed to be down to him and Lesnar. Um, uh, February 11th, uh, 205 Live is canceled. No more. Uh, Pretty cool. Four days later, Cody Rhodes leaves AEW, the company he helped found. After having um, one of the better matches um, before he left, after uh, having a handshake deal uh, with Sammy Guevara, yeah, the TNT Championship. And honestly, if you had an American company match top ten, that easily would be on the top ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Easy. I had thought about it. I because I went four and a half Thanks, on it. Japan. I think, well, I think if it, I think if it wasn't for the fact of ladder match burnout. I would have went higher. Well, but it was very good. It was very good. Some of the shit they did, man. That ladder jump to the other ladder into the cutter. Oh. Like if you somehow something just a slight bit of something goes wrong. <laughs> Remember Cody uh, Rhodes set himself on fire, but we saw all that cream on his back beforehand. <laughs> And he wasn't even on a contract. He was like, you know what, I'm going to light myself on fire for you and still not get anything out of it. 
That guy's a worker, man. He loves the business. What does the um, elite have on Khan, or does he love them that much? Uh, what does the elite have on Khan? Yeah. Why? He's just letting Cody go, and now Cody's like one of the biggest draws. Well, Cody didn't have a contract. you got to figure, the, the Bucks contract is coming up this year, too. They, well, they haven't renewed he's, yet. He's going to give them $8 million. We don't want, you don't want to risk them leaving to the E. But, I mean, you got to figure the situation was was open <laughs> where Cody – at the end of the day, Cody's always wanted to be WWE champion. It's the only thing his yeah. dad didn't do. So, I, this has nothing to do with Tony Khan that he left. Going to give him I mean, more money is, and more oh, – I'm just kidding. <laughs> he would have – Yeah. It was about the money he would have got paid. Uh, Tony Khan, March 2nd, buys his ring of honor. Yeah. Uh, March 6th, Which is still get... a, a work in progress. You know, like you said, the three pay-per-views that he put out, uh, you know, in 2022, starting with WrestleMania weekend, um, some of the better shows of, of the year. Mm-hmm. And they're doing another one this year. He, he... An honor club, you know. We'll see uh, March 6th. Network. We get um, a new company that's supposed to take over the world and be the best thing. Uh, Control Your Narrative has its debut show on March 6th. Gross. Uh, EC3, Braun Strowman, Karrion Cross, and Austin Aries. Um, then uh, March 14th, Scott Hall passes away. Yeah, very sad. Um, March 24th, we get that MJF Ariel Helwani interview. Um, where apparently he wasn't clear to do that interview. He spilled it in anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. March 29th, Great Ocon saves teenage girl from abduction. What? Yeah, did, did you ever hear is about that, that? Is that a storyline or what? So on the eve of March 29th, new, uh, on the eve of March 29th, New Japan's Great Ocon spotted a drunk pervert, as he put it, grabbing a teenage girl by the shoulders near the JR Musashi Kosugi Station in Kawasaki City. Ocon stepped in, separated the two, and offered the young girl pancakes in hopes it would make her feel better. When asked what he wanted in return, he asked her to please check out New Japan. What a pleasant hero that Great Ocon! Please check out New Japan. <laughs> Party's even uh, in Japan. Wow. Good for him, though. Uh, April 2nd, we see Cody Rhodes make his WWE debut return. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> what else happens April 2nd? Uh, well, we have a few things here. Uh, Logan Paul is actually really good at wrestling. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestles a match at age 57. A good match. <laughs> and then I guess anything else you wanna, you wanna talk about WrestleMania? No, no, it was just I mean Stone Cold Steve like we saw Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin come back this year. And that's yeah, was, probably like the top eleven that's probably like number eleven in news stories if you break it down. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, that's fucking wild. Like any other year. Did they even sell out that mania that night? I think they had to be pretty damn close. I mean, they were in such a big building, too. 
such a good match. Like, they went, like, almost 30 minutes, Ryan, in a brawling match, and it told the story. And we saw him give a horrible stunner to Vince McMahon, but you know what? That first stunner ever to Vince Mc... to Mr. McMahon was one of the worst things ever, <laughs> and it just was fitting. That is the last one was one of the worst things he, ever. And McMahon should never take a good stunner because he's not a wrestler. That's what I've Correct. always said. Yeah. I'm always not he should fall I, yeah, I mean, what, what, what would have made it better is if he had, like, a mechanism to make him urinate his pants. <laughs> and you're like, oh, his trousers are wet because he went limp after a stunner. <laughs> like, uh, then four days later, Nash, Kyard, Nash Carter fired from WWE while, be, while he's a champion. Or Zachary days White, after. however you want to. Um, then uh, a month later, Tessa Blanchard has a falling out with the women of wrestling that finally was restarted with her as the head of the thing. And yeah. uh, as, as for normal, um, it says Tessa's departure was a major blow, if an inevitable one, for the promotion. Jesus. Also, going um, back to um, going back really quick uh, to the, the previous story there. Um, oh, God, what was it? Uh <laughs> Uh, good... Exactly Yeah, the Wentz thing. Um, same thing with with as we're talking with Jay Briscoe. Uh, you know, he he did a horrible thing. He took a you know a picture you know as Hitler. Uh, Zachary Wentz did, um, and his uh, ex-wife Kimberly, uh, you know, posted it and said, "Oh, this is your champion." Blah blah blah. You know, and a lot of people, you know, and he was like, "Dude, I I took that like twelve years ago." It was, terribly stupid. It was horrific. You know, I am a better person now, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone on social media went to bat for him. They're like, this yep, guy is, that. you know, different. You know, he's, you know, not that person anymore. Uh, I, I want to say even MJF went to bat for him, you know. Well, he was like a teenager, I think, when he did it. So, I mean, like, again, people can grow. You're, you do stupid shit and, you know. Like, some of the shit I did as a teenager? Like, For a thirty-one-year-old, <laughs> that's tight. <laughs> Making babies, Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, probably was about thirty-one actually. Because Sydney will be eight this year, and I'll be forty. Jesus. Yeah, what are we <laughs> doing? We're forty. Like two months. I know. I gotta do something tight. Uh, May tenth, Abushi. Road to WrestleMania in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> Uh, Kota Ibushi versus New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that saga. Uh, six days later, um, Sasha and Naomi walk out of WWE. Twelve days That's after that, five, is that top five news story of 2022? I think so because of the contract that that she got for that. I don't. And I don't for think them anyone... sticking with it. For them sticking up for what they believe in, by the way, I think is, mm-hmm. is a great value as well that that those two had. Yeah, no, as I, we I'm found all... out with from Laurinaitis and everything else backstage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we had May 28th, uh, the MJF meet and greet debacle. Yep. Whoever he has the plane ticket was leaving. Yada yada yada. Um, five days later, Punk has to relinquish the title because of his. Injury. Um, two days after that, um, after that rampage, we get the Cody Rollins out of cell match. Oof. 
Um, eight days later, torn Jeff pack. Hardy's Cody Rhodes had a torn pack, ladies and gentlemen. Black and blue. It was like an armor shield over his shoulder and arm and bicep. And he goes out and has a hardcore cell match, hell in a cell match, for like 35 minutes. You want to see me in a hardcore cell in hell? You're mine. That's that's one of the new matchup types in uh, Pro Wrestling Summit. Every Friday night, (laughs) 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Radio. Got the full name on the Twitch. It's always, it always confuses me because half of the things are just WrestleCast and half are like WrestleCast Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is this? Um, eight days later, uh, June 13th, Jeff Hardy, AEW run sh- cut short by the DUI and all that thing that just happened. Yeah. Um, nine <sighs> days later, Kazuchiko kind of finally debuts in AEW. Uh, four days later from that, we get Forbidden Door, which was, I think, the greatest pay-per-view on American soil ever. Even better than ECW One Night Stand. Yes, my my average or my average match rating for that show is four point four four. Well, you know, we got Redacted versus Eddie Guerrero in that in that One Night Stand show, right? We did. We we also got Jericho Lance Storm, which was I think my favorite match of the whole night. Whoa! More so than Blue Meanie and JBL Smith. Oh God! No. Yeah, that was, I don't need that. Man, the, the stuff, man, it's, everything was so good. When it, you knew, like, it and we were in, there. Oh, yeah, we were there live. Yeah, on top of the it, house it, that it, Jordan built, the United Center, Chicago, Illinois. We were there. And and it was so good too because at the end of it too the crowds the crowd is cheering for Tanahashi which was so fitting oh, for what so the show true. was loved it I loved it the the four way Atlantic match doesn't get enough love I think with Clark Connors trying Agreed. to do all these dives and shit which was so spear and dude oh no he got speared through a table <laughs> yeah they finally were like stop it <laughs> um, I mean Claudio and Zack Saber. The the six man with Shingo and Sting and Darby was tremendous. The, yeah. the Jericho match with Kingston and Umino rocked. Seeing Suzuki there, like it was. I mean, oh my god, it was so good. Um, uh, this is kind of a a running one that 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 says until July as we get to the second half of the year. Remember when everyone loved Buff Bagwell? They loved him. Yeah, so here's what it says. Remember that brief time period where Buff Bagel was suddenly everyone's favorite WCW wrestler because he was posting easily retrievable cold takes like a top hat wearing six-pack sporting Wendy's clone? It was a fun ride, but it all fell apart back in July where not only did Buff get caught lying about running the account himself, but the man who actually was running his account got outed as an alleged sex offender. That's not the stuff. (laughs) He was suddenly like woke and... He was agreeing with all these things people were saying, and he was saying all the right things and telling people like good things to do. And he wasn't this drunk asshole that we had seen, you know, right before that. And everyone was like, "Oh my God, he's 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 got his shit together." And they found that he didn't even know that there was an account somebody was running it for him. Wow. And then the guy was a sex offender. <laughs> uh, July seventh, the authors of Pain try to run that wrestling show. 
that all those wrestlers bailed on and didn't get paid for, and they were going to they win. They had to get money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, July 22nd, probably the biggest thing, Vince McMahon retires, which was crazy that that happened. Well, you got to start back with the scandals, though, like all this hush money scandals and, you know, the – the paralegal that was making like $2 million a year, you know, and then, you know, mm-hmm. got a severance package and then got more money. And just, I mean, we, we knew of his infidelities. He admitted his infidelities in that infamous Playboy, you know, article in the 90s. Um, and, you know, we, we heard of this, these discretions, uh, you know, especially, remember the tanning salon in Florida where he like, yeah, girl, the picture, like, People talk, talked about it for like two weeks, and then they just stopped talking about it. Like, you know who I am? I'm an old man. Um, Vince McMahon. Yeah. So, you know, it, all that happened, and then it was essentially the board was like, what do we do? <laughs> Triple H was back. Triple H retired earlier that year, um, you know, after having that, that serious heart issue. Um, and, you know, he put his boots in the ring before WrestleMania. You know, the end of an era, truly. And everyone was like, what's going to happen? Stephanie McMahon took a leave of absence to take care of trips. Vince is going wild. All these allegations are coming out. And then, like, Triple H is back. Stephanie McMahon is back. And then Vince is outed. Voted out. Gets to keep, you know, the the majority of the shareholder, you know, the, the, the power, essentially, for the company. And then everything seems to be going smooth with the WWE. You know, you had, you had your complaints on the booking. Um, you know, still a little silly, but, you know, they, we were getting more of the wrestling product. You could see and hear the announcers uh, and the wrestlers in the ring, you know, be a little bit more comfortable. It was truly the end of an era. Vince McMahon in Minneapolis or St. Paul or whatever, jumping off the stairwell, you know, when those allegations first came out. And then gone. Well, guess what, Ryan? In 2023, Vince McMahon is back. <laughs> I just and I Stephanie just, McMahon is gone. It, what is it happening? Bums, it bums me out that Triple H had this big opportunity to change things, and it's like still the same thing. Like it's not better. It's not good. Yeah, like the, the storylines are not good still. I mean, this whole Bray Wyatt thing, I think, is a, a joke. Oh my god, this Uncle Howdy thing, and now it's on two shows. Oh, but they pan the camera, and Alexa Bliss stood up on Monday, and there's a girl standing there with the with the 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 the, the, the dirty doll, the teeth, the missing teeth, Alexa Bliss doll, and she's like, "Get up, Alexa, you could do it." And Alexa turns. Oh God, that actually happened. No, yeah. Vince is back creative. <laughs> and then she's like, gets scared. And then like Uncle Howdy's in the, the like the side entryway. I can't believe I'm saying Uncle. There's a guy named Uncle Howdy on this. On this. <laughs> Maybe it's uh, a good thing that they're looking to sell the company, which is crazy. The big story in 2023. Vince McMahon holding his own company that he created hostage by saying, I will not negotiate any TV rights as uh, those deals were coming to an end uh, in 2024. 
and it was like, oh, yeah, you guys are screwed because I have all the power. And then he essentially comes back, and then he's like, just a few days ago in writing was like, the board cannot overrule anything I do from this point forward. Well, he owns 51%, fortunately. I, I, what I truly think is going to happen is he's going to sell the company and then he's going to be done. You remember last week we wake up on a Wednesday or a Thursday and it was rumored that the Saudis were going to buy the WWE? <laughs> yeah, and, and that was... For like half the morning it was like chaos. We're like, what is happening? Well, and then ever, a lot of people have all debunked that and said, we don't know where this guy got his information. Well, the yeah, guy stands yeah. by it. But, I mean, that's the thing is if Crazy. you do that, well, now you're going to lose your, your, your two biggest main stars that you're not going to do anything with in Owens and Zayn because they'll quit. Yeah. Because Sami Zayn can't wrestle there then. Yeah, he can't wrestle. Yeah. And the Owens will leave. That would, that would be the most heelish shit ever. Like, that is a true Mr. McMahon thing. I'm going to sell my company. That was pretty much skyrocketed because of a real American in Hulk Hogan to the Saudis. What what I think is going to happen... I mean, and in theory, he already did by getting that billion dollars for the Saudi events for five years <laughs> or four years. I, I think what's going to happen is... They're gonna is NBC Universal is just gonna offer them money for the company instead of just a new TV deal. I think is what's gonna happen. And I mean, I don't know if Fox even has any interest in re-getting SmackDown as they're losing apparently hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, it's uh, not. Well, and here's the other thing that I always said too, and not to, not to try to turn this into a whole TV thing with these companies, but if I was if I was Fox, I would I would call Tony Khan. Say, would you want to would you want to come to Fox for five hundred or five hundred million dollars, half of what we gave Vince McMahon? Yeah. Because while Dynamite, you know, let's, let's see if we can. Let me try to get a good example to, to make it even better. Um, Monday Night Raw. Rating. Do you think if they are on a on a national syndicated channel like Fox that they could? I mean, I don't know if they would get two million, but if do you think they could consistently get back to that million million two level on a Fox network? I I don't think they're ever going to get back to the million million two. I think nine hundred thousand is where it was what it was always going to stay at. You're going to get your peaks here and there, but you're going to get your, it's it's just like when when Raw suddenly will shoot up to like a two, but then it goes back down to like a one point three or something, one point four. Yeah, that's where yeah. it's going to stay. It's just. That's why, like, when people are like, oh, Dynamite's ratings are going down, I'm like, do the, look at the real math of how this stuff has gone, and it, people are blowing it out of proportion. It's more fun to look at the segment breakdowns now, where, or, you know, I'll listen to something where they break it down, and to see the influx is insane. So, Dynamite last night did 969,000, Raw did 1.49 million. So, they, Raw only did 500,000 less fans. Yeah. And they have a... But man, they were pulling in that 1.1, 1.2 for a while back, you know, a year ago. Oh, Raw? Just think, that's crazy. So, so here's my point. Okay. If you're Fox and you could get AEW for 500K or SmackDown again for a billion. Yeah. 
this is my reasoning why I think AEW is going to win this this TV war with the with the money, not not like outdraw them or anything, but why I think they're going to have the upper hand in the bidding war. Raw did a point four two in the demo. AEW did a point three one. You you mean to tell me you're paying five hundred five hundred million for an extra point one one in the demo? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So even though they're they're getting more viewers, they're basically the same in the demo, and and they're, you're paying for the demo. Yep. So that's why when when you know and you joke about it all the time with me and stuff about well the ratings haven't been shit since CM Punk, the demo's still been the same, and that's all that matters. There's there, the the December twenty sixth Raw did a point two seven in the demo. Jesus. And you're paying all that money for it? I don't care that you got more viewers than me. I, I want the demo. And that's what the demo is getting me. That's why Jericho sold the shirt. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's, yeah. And that's where, at the end of the day, is, is ratings don't mean nothing. It's all about the demo. And mm-hmm. they are not doing anything in the demo to compete. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, enough. So that that's why, to me, I say, look, if I'm AEW, I start I start trying to sh- talk to these other networks about, hey, you know, we're an alternative. We'll, we'll take less money, and we're going to get you almost the exact same demo. And we have an opportunity because we have a better product that maybe we will grow the ratings. Because yep. look at the, I mean, look at just this extravagant shit they give you on Mondays the screens and the lights and the fireworks and the the weird fucking 3D Roman Reigns floating in the sky and all sorts of this wonky shit. <laughs> For what? It doesn't do anything. The product is still stale, dull, and boring. The the W or WWE the only demo they they win in is the people over 50 years old. 50 and 60-year-olds love NXT because they just watch all the women on there. Ew, it's gross. It is. It's NXT is, is, is all watched by, like, 60-year-old men. Raw is watched by 50 to 60-year-old men. Like, it's, it's just, I don't know. I think that's why I think there's going to be an org, a company, a TV company, who's just going to go, look, we have other options. We'll give you this amount, but we want the company then. Take care. You don't think it's going to be more of the streaming than a cable outlet? I mean, I've heard Amazon's Amazon's been trying to get wrestling for a long time. Um, Yeah. And then, I mean, Hulu, you know, is part of ESPN, which is a part of Disney. You know, there's so much synergy within that conglomerate. it, It would be insane. Um, and they definitely have the capital for it. Uh, the rumor of the cons, Tony and Chad, um, essentially so, we're going to get him part of an investor group to possibly, you know, and, and you know, I, I doubt that would happen, but uh, you that never would be know. pretty I would, I would much rather trust Tony Khan to do something good with this company. Because what I heard um, on a podcast today, um, 
on the ringer, they, they were talking uh, possible sales. Oh God! And they were the saying somebody's pro- probably valued between four to six billion dollars. Were, were you listening to Stat Guy Greg? No, 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 no. Or the Mad the a, Mask it's Man. It's a show about like. No, it's a show about like business findings and entertainment. Oh, you weren't listening to one of their dopey wrestling shows. No, 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 no. Okay, good. Hoof. I was gonna say, Alex, evacuate, evacuate. No. A couple weeks ago, there, or like a month ago, their number one topic on both of their shows was the return of Sarah Logan. Ew. <laughs> like the show she's sucks. back, really? <laughs> yes, she's with the War Raiders. War Raiders. <laughs> and that guy, Greg, still is mad that Survivor Series didn't win Show of the Year. Ew. The man. Anyway, uh, I don't know so, what, the, what a sad guy Greg is. So he's the one with uh with Pete Rosenberg. Well, I like Rosenberg on uh, hip hop. Hot ninety seven. Yeah, I like him on that. <laughs> wrestling. That's the one. Um. So uh, there's there's Vegas odds on who will buy the WWE updated as of eight days ago. <laughs> is there really? Yep. There's two, four, six, eight, eleven people you can bet on. At a plus three thousand, so hundred bucks wins you three k. Tony Khan, plus two thousand, Dwayne Johnson and Redbird Media, tied at plus fifteen hundred, is Liberty Media and Warner Brothers. Okay. Tied at plus twelve hundred, Fox and Netflix. At a plus nine fifty, Amazon. Huh. Plus nine hundred, Endeavor Group Holdings. No idea what that is. Plus 750, the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Saudi Arabia. Plus 350 in second place is Disney. And at a minus 140, so you have to bet 140 to win 100 because they're over the favorite, was what I just said, Comcast, NBC. I mean, it makes the most sense, especially with their stuff already on the streaming network, which Mm -hmm. is getting rid of all its dependent promotions and their events, uh, I think, pretty soon. And then no this more way, um, you, you look you look at it this way, because then you just have everything, since you already do, like you said. But if you know, once again, if you're Tony Khan, you can offer them AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, and a Ring of Honor show. Oof. Why wouldn't he just make it like a AW Ring of Honor app? You already have the app infrastructure. Why wouldn't you put All Elite Wrestling in on it and just well, make you, it one umbrella? New Japan, New Japan Strong is going to be going on on our club. Correct. Yep. Um, at the end of the day, I understand the, the thought process. It's the same reason you didn't put Raw and SmackDown on the WWE Network. It's just always on television. Yeah. You just want people to turn it well, no, you want to stay and like have the pay per views and you know like. All that stuff is what I'm saying. Well, you could like do the papers, other... but I think they're getting a pretty good... I think they get a pretty nice rub from Bleach Report and stuff for doing everything on there. Fight. Yeah. But I think if you had your own streaming, then you'd just sell it off of there, just like ESPN does with the UFC. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, oh, Brad, that's, that's Endeavor. Hey, that's Endeavor. They're the ones oh, who just bought UFC. Oh, so that makes sense. You get those, you get the big two. Yeah. That's a good because they were talking bad. about on the on that uh, show, the podcast, of the town. 
they were talking about how Endeavor just got UFC. Apparently, it's been a really good deal for Endeavor. They're like, well, it's MMA, but to, you know, get the whole combat sports, even with pro wrestling, they say, you know, that could be a fun mixture for that, you know, company and for that app. That's, okay, that makes sense then as to why they're so high. Yeah. Um, so, um, a day later, Jonathan Gresham versus Tony Khan, which I already talked about yeah. how... Gresham alleged use of his PWI 500 ranking is an argument. Uh, two days after that, Triple H is named head of creative. Uh, since um, then, the 31st of that month, we get the Ric Flair retirement match. <laughs> forgot about that. It's a good thing. I forgot about it. <laughs> it says it says uh, the match was hard to watch, and Rick's work worked heart attack spot was frighteningly realistic. But the Nature Boy thankfully didn't go out like the wrestler. Um, then in August, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Karrion Cross, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Dexter Loomis, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, and Hit Row come back to the WWE. Wow. <laughs> All those. I couldn't like, holy cow, it's a lot of people. Um, on the 15th, Kevin Owens returns as, as the prize fighter. Um, the tw- Why is the 20- that a newsworthy? I, um, we're, we're with Papa H saw fit to bring him back to his his roots to try to grow him back to prominence, which it has done. So yeah. basically, saying Triple H. Saved we, Kevin this, Owens. Is this going to be the next best trilogy of Royal Rumble matches? Uh, Roman Reigns and, and Kevin Owens. <laughs> well, I I would unfortunately as as say no, no due to the last one. The last one was yeah. on pace to be really good. Their first match, yeah. I think I went the full five on. That was the one I had, like, that stroke in my living room with the action figure in my hand. Because then Owens comes out at the end, right, in the Rumble? Was it that one? Uh, or was that the handcuffs? No, the handcuffs was the second one where he couldn't get the – Correct, couldn't but, the cup. but then Owens, you remember he's, like, limping to the Rumble? Like, he's oh. in the Rumble match. No, I don't, but I believe it happened. I tried to do a Royal Rumble quiz, and I nailed every Royal Rumble from the, the ones that were on TV and, like, not even televised, and I and I had those uh, answers right, and I couldn't remember who won 2018. That was the only one I, like, I couldn't even get one, like, four years ago right. <laughs> My God. Was it Roman uh, Reigns? August 20, it was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, I thought that was 17, but, yeah, that was 18. Him and Asuka. Uska. Uh, August 24th, Thunder Rosa relinquishes the AEW Women's Championship. Not seen again. Hiding in bathrooms. <laughs> September 4th, NXT UK is done. Yep. Uh, on the same day, Sammy Guevara gets beat up by Eddie Kingston. And also, Sammy Guevara also gets beaten up by Andrade El Idol. <laughs> um, also, September 4th, All Out. MJF Part 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that same night, the CM Punk's gripe bomb, as they called it. Um, the well, the brawl out. Come on. Well, well that was the next bomb. thing. Then it's brawl out and it's fallout is the next thing. Yeah. When, uh, that's the biggest. I, I mean, no, Vince McMahon retiring. And that's the biggest news story. 
But you can go 1B with All Out Press Conference and the aftermath. <laughs> Ace Steel biting Kenny Omega. God. Larry's I, dog getting surgery. I remember there was like 18 different endings to that thing. And yeah. and no one no one ever points out that during the the pipe bomb two or whatever, he uh, he went in there and if and said if anybody has a problem with what I'm saying right now, my door is wide open. So then people went to the door and then all hell broke loose. Yeah. And and then Michael Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, and Chris Daniels got suspended <laughs> just because they were there. Like that's fucking hilarious. Uh, you guys are out of here too. Let's get fucked. <laughs> uh, uh, September twenty first. Soraya returns to wrestling. Pretty cool. How um, do you think that's going so far? Especially with the heel turn last night. Um, I think the Hikaru Shida stuff's a little hokey. But I don't hate it because I think I think you got your pop out of Soraya that you needed. So now you can go ahead and yeah. you can heal her and it won't matter. Especially if you ever want to do anything with her with Jamie Hayter as the champ. The people are going to cheer Hayter over her anyway. Agreed. Agreed. So I think they, they're smart with planting these seeds. Um, and if they're you want to smart bring in, by putting the title on Hater because she is, I I think she could maybe even exceed that Britt Baker level. What do you think? Yeah, she's she is good. And and the beauty with her is you got you got a Soraya feud in your back pocket, and you got the Britt yep. Baker feud in your back pocket. So you got a lot you get to do with Hater. And if you want to turn Baker and do the Baker Hater feud, you could. If you could make it happen, you could have Soraya potentially see a debuting Monday, and you could go that way because then she'd be the heel, which because she wouldn't get a pop anyway. Yeah. So it's like perfect booking. Like they they've done a really good job with her. Um, yeah, I can tell she's getting a little little more comfortable in the ring. Like more comfortable. I mean, she yeah. said herself in that match with Baker, she thought she was going to die. She was so winded, and like you could tell, and she goes, she said, you know, kudos to Britt Baker for pushing me. Because I was, <laughs> I could tell I haven't wrestled in all 15 years or whatever, five years or whatever it was. Because um, she was gassed. But I don't blame her. That's just, that, people don't realize how hard it is in there because you're lifting and running and move, oh, so much. Timing. Um, <laughs> yeah, timing, like, yeah. Jesus. Then she, she throws a good gimmick kick, though. I will give her that still, which was nice. Um, one, I think this arguably might be the number two thing behind the Vince thing, just because of how important it was. But on October first, Antonio Noki passes away. Noki passed away. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, I mean, Muhammad Ali. He negotiated the release of hostages with Saddam Hussein. Um, he was part of uh, the House of Council with Japan. Like he was a, he was like in in the in like the government. Um, and people would just walk up to him and get slapped by him because they thought it was like a, a great, you know, a great honor. And then right before he died, like a month before, that was that Spider-Man prank that he slapped the shit out of that guy. And normally right. anyone would have gotten in trouble, but you're not going to yell at Antonio Inoki. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 12 days later, like he's the Kitamura. father of Piro, right? Him and Yeah, him. I mean, he's, yeah, him and Baba. You know, I mean, this guy, this guy literally ran that show, albeit, you know, how bad it turned out for the workers. But I mean, he tried to like get Korea to like 
unite with Japan and be like an open country. I mean, like, this dude tried a lot of things in his life to, like, better things. Like, he was more than just a wrestler. Now, mind you, Too Cold Scorpio almost killed Hawk while they were there, but... That's true. true. (laughs) I don't think, yeah, he knew that was going on at the time, but... uh, um, 12 days later, Katsuya Kitamura passed away, 36 years old. R.I.P. too, man. I was... Mm -hmm. I that promise, but had that injury and then went to bodybuilding and, yeah, unfortunately passed away. Um, shortly shortly there, Carl Anderson debuts in WWE while the New, while New Japan champion, which is crazy. Forbidden door. <laughs> uh, October 19th was that Hangman Page concussion, which people thought for a second he might have broke his neck on that bump. Like that was a scary oh, yeah, situation. They stopped uh, TV. Um, you're gonna hate this one. November fourth, Rampage: Katsuyori Shibata versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it says, and, and this this might this might kind of be your sentiments, but make you feel a little bit better. Uh, Katsuyori Shibata had th- has had three matches since returning from his late threatening injury in 2017. One of those matches was against Orange Cassidy for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Though this probably wasn't anyone's dream match, aside from Orange Cassidy himself, the match was really fun, and it didn't look like Shibata was holding back. It was great to see the wrestler on American television with AEW's wackiest top star. Wackiest. (laughs) So that guy I tell you at the gym that I haven't watched AEW, the uh, Jay Lethal Orange Cassidy opener last night on Dynamite, again, Awesome match. Really good story that they're telling with, with Jared and company. Um, and the best friends. It's a fun story. Anywho, he was watching. And, again, he's very straight-laced. He talks like this. Very awesome dude. Like six foot two, just a brick shit house. Um, but he looks. He talks like this, and he wears glasses. Like, he, it's crazy. Anyways, he was watching. He's like, I really do like that Orange Cassidy fellow. He was like, where's that music from? And I'm like, well, it's characters from a movie, What Hot American Stuff. Again, it's funny because it's like I give this guy a history lesson every week that we're at the gym together. You know, I talk about his interests. He'll talk about my interests. And, yeah, he's like, I really do like that Orange Cassidy guy. And then he was floored <laughs> by Kushida's Back to the Future representation. He's like, this oh, yeah. guy's from that future movie. I was like, yeah, well, in Wrestle Kingdom, they would actually come out in the DeLorean. He's like, what? How how good was uh, Danielson Bandito last night, by the way? Danielson is going back to the Danielson that we loved, uh, you know, kind of oh. in that run before <laughs> he was lost in, like, before his injury in 2020. Yeah. And he, uh, that match was awesome last night. Yeah. God, um, here, let me go through the last two months, and then I got one last thing to say for you. Uh, November 5th, Sh- uh, Shota Umino finally returns to New Japan into a big way. Yep. Uh, Nick Aldis Time tries to leave the NWA the next day. Uh, the day after Shooter that. Umino? Uh, yeah, so the fifth was the Umino return. The sixth was the Nick Aldis NWA breakup. And then November 7th was Nikki Cross. Uh, the death of the 24-7 title, even though she missed the garbage can. She missed the garbage can, 
<laughs> I love this. It says, the argument, of course, is that Nikki Cross won the thing in dominant fashion. She attempted to jump in the garbage can and missed, but didn't bother to even look back. Frankly, it was a fitting end to a title that exists solely made solely to make Vince laugh and be one and lost at house shows. Uh, November 12th, Tyrus becomes the NWA world champion. Gross. What? This list is garbage. <laughs> it says Tyrus okay. becomes the NWA world champion in 2022. That is a weird, very weird sentence. I mean, yes, there is a subject, a predicate, and a verb, so it is certainly a sentence, but Tyrus became the NWA world champion. Other sentences regarding this topic also include Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Sting, Kurt Angle, and Tyrus have held the NWA world championship. Yeah, the NWA has seen better days. <laughs> What's worse, Ryan, uh, Tyrus winning the NWA uh, World Heavyweight Championship, the you know, the 10 pounds of gold, or um, Adam Cole winning the Owen Hart Cup? Oh, Tyrus. That's not even a breath of things close to that. I, know, I, I just forgot the Owen Hart Cup happened this year. <laughs> Um, Shane, they couldn't really do more with it because then he got hurt. Yeah. I don't know what they were going to do with it, if there's anything that was going to come of it, but cool they did it, though. But um, November 14th, the Usos become the longest-reigning WWE Tag Team Champions. Yeah. November 16th, Scotty Tuhati and the intergender, transgender wrestling debacle. Where uh, he, uh, he, he ended up having to deactivate his Twitter for... Yeah. Talking about how it shouldn't be a thing. Um, November 20th, Kyrie becomes the inaugural IWGP Women's Champion, which is crazy that New Japan is a women's champion. Yeah, New Japan, Stardom had the crossover events, um, and then Stardom had, you know, another event just a few weeks later, <laughs> which we'll talk about next week. Uh, November 30th, William Regal leaves AEW. Uh, December 8th, Sasha Banks agrees to appear at Wrestle Kingdom 17, becomes the highest paid wrestler in the company. Uh, in the company? December, yeah, she's, yeah, she's making 100K a match, her appearance. Yikes. I hope they got some <laughs> of that money back. Um, and then December 14th, Mandy Rose is fired from the WWE after having the longest reigning uh, championship in the company's history. Interesting. Which she says they didn't even they didn't even ask her to take down her site, uh, or you won't have a job. They just fired her apparently. So Shawn Michaels is all about. Um, I have to say, and I know I always put this over, but I think I think you uh, I think you might you might be in agreement right with me on this. How much of a joy. Has Jeff Jarrett been on AEW television? Oh, it's wonderful. It's in, when when the they want when they did. The, he's one the, of the most believable people out there, and he's what in his fifties. Oh yeah, and he's, he's jacked, phenomenal shape. When when uh, the acclaimed when Max Caster uh, put did the ankle lock, <laughs> and he did the yeah. Kurt Angle like posing, and then and then they do the they do the the title switch. 
and then have the other ref call and restart the match, which is one of my favorite yeah. angles because that's how you can really gauge if, if people are over because of the pop. They got yep. booed so hard. Yep. I mean, it was it was deafening. And then when the other ref comes out there, Jeff Jarrett stands in between the refs going, you don't need to talk to him, and trying to, like, push, uh, push uh, Aubrey Edwards. Like, he's, like, trying to turn her. He's like, no, you don't need to talk to this guy. And he's just standing in between them, and that's how he's trying to stop them from, from rooting. <laughs> like, he was so good. He's so damn good at what he does. Yeah. I just I, I mark out every time. And you hear that TNA music and people are just boo <laughs> And here he comes. Like, ah, he's a he has been a fucking him and Jay Lee. And he's doing so a lot more together. towns. I mean he's he's got that backstage role, he's got the um you know, kind of the, the live events uh coordinator it seems like and you know Which, they're doing a lot more going, stuff. If if they start getting like more shows like than just the normal two a week, like I know they don't really yep. need to, but if they start running your house shows, that's where you start getting Jade Cargo in those longer matches to try to get her better. Yes, you know because by the way, her, is that they're looking at doing that? They're looking at doing house shows. I I don't see why they should. Even if they get two thousand fans, who cares? WWE gets two thousand fans on house shows. It's still money. Yeah, New Japan can't even get that in Japan. Yeah, so like. You're and you're getting you're getting more reps for your people. Like that finish she did with Sky Blue at that Battle of the Belts was incredibly tight. Oh God, like, yeah, that was, that was uh, one of the coolest finishes. Yeah, one of the, it, it was definitely a Randy Orton esque you know type of finish where you're like that came out of nowhere. How did she just land that so perfectly? Like it was again timing. It, it was just you know. Some well, and I don't know how it, you... it honestly was a good match overall. I thought as well for, for both of them. I just, I don't know how you get like, cause she, she comes flying off the top rope, lands on her. She somehow catches her, turns catches her and her, yeah. spins her. And when she spins her, she literally uh, catches her in a double underhook while she's coming down. Like she's, she's like, it's like she, her arms were like coat hangers landing on a rack. And then sky blue goes, Oh no, no, no. Cause she knew it was going to happen. So she put it over even better. And boom, just smokes her with it. Like, that was tight. I was all in on it. Oh, hell of a show. A lot of fun, Alex. Um, Come back. You said Monday you want to try to do something, just talk some of these shows we haven't been able to get to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Preview uh, Rumble? Yep. Uh, We'll we'll have reviews for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And uh, yeah. bye bye, and I still want to talk. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Oh, bye bye. I'm only watching like three matches, and one of them is the sexy team. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Three white guys, three sexy white guys. <laughs> I mean, because Jake Lee is like the whitest name ever. I didn't. I didn't see it. You saw it. Wrestle Kingdom, seventeen night two. Yeah, I. I don't. That's why I was like, whoa, where'd you? Where are you uh, go check out some Briscoe Brothers matches. Definitely go check out some Jay Briscoe matches. Arrest in power, sir. Um, it's it's unfortunate and sad for your family, 
um, which I did just read there was an update on the daughters. It seems like they have a you know some a lot of recovery. Uh, one of them lost some feelings be- below uh, their waist, but uh, I think now um, it's kind of just below the knees at the moment. So, um, and then I believe the other daughter has to wear a neck brace for a while, and and a lot of L and C's, and you know, definitely you know pray pray for them, pray for the family. Um, the friends and and yeah, just just watch some Briscoe brothers. Watch watch some watch some Jay Briscoe. Watch you some trilogy with the FTR from this year, Ring of Honor. Get it on the Bleacher Reports. Um, twenty 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 two, a crazy year. Twenty three is even starting even to be crazier. Um, AEW's got a lot. It's their contract year, right? Like twenty four is when it expires. So I mean, it, it's going to be a lot of interesting stuff and. Who knows, Ryan? WWE might be sold to a different company. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Folks, we'll wow. be back. Uh, we should be back uh, Monday talking talking results and matches this time instead of news and uh, and, and news uh-huh. and notes like we were. So, And then uh, Friday next night, Sunday. TV, WrestleCast Radio, Pro Wrestling Boom. Summit. What you got going on? Uh, tomorrow is night three of the S1 Grand Prix. I have that going as well. Also, um, like I said, I'm gonna we're we're pulling we're gonna pull uh yeah we're gonna pull out Jay Briscoe and I think we're gonna put Mark in a spot and have okay. Mark Briscoe in the S one. Um, so that's kind of the big update to that. But I think that's the route I'm gonna go, or I'm just gonna pull him and then everybody who was gonna wrestle, we're just gonna buy. Is he gonna buy? Uh, I you know. put Mark in there. So. But that's what we got going on, and yeah, Monday we'll, we'll come back with some talk, and then uh, next Sunday, the 29th, uh, end of year awards. Alex will be in awards, house. Yeah. We're doing it live. We'll do a live, pal. I'm excited. And, and I'll be gonna house. Gonna, we're gonna twitch. Do the repsports.com, repsports.com, uh, promo code wrestlecast c a s t. Download, follow us, Strong Style Media, Apple, Spotify blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media a oh boy follow leave reviews all that good shit com forward slash I, I don't know what that one is Rufflecast? I don't know yeah, that was just look up Rufflecast. Yeah. I gotta go to bed I'm still sick <laughs> get your ass Thanks, to sleep Ryan. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some more oh, uh, yeah, season the of the wire watch. check out yeah. sportscast radio to find out the, the boys' opinions in the future on the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I gave my oh, yeah. The, reason, the one thing I wanted to shoot you out on or shout you out on, I called first dibs on that Armory boxing gig in March or February. Oh, February 25th? Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, Shango, Jamal James. I want to go. It I, was... I've never been. I, I, I want my, my flowers. <laughs> was, was your... um. Was your thing you had to say the Mickey James thing again? What's that? <laughs> I just remembered you were like, I gotta, I gotta take that. I wanna. Oh, they they kicked us off the air. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta box up the thank you. Your episode is ended. We're processing the audio now. Was your thing cute. the? Uh, <laughs> was your thing the um, the Mickey James thing you said? Oh, I forgot. I have no idea. You're like, uh-huh. I got one thing. Uh, that I wanted to say, or that oh, I wanted I remember, to do it. But I couldn't tell you. I'm sure it'll pop up to me in a dream, though. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I was I I, couldn't, I forgot to to ask you about that. I'm getting old, man. I'm forgetting shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, what was that? Uh, oh, uh, shit. Um, shit, shit ass, shit ass tit. Um, where did it go? Ah, it's not even that big of a deal. I was going to find that tweet that I didn't want to read on the air. Oh. Gotcha. That's fine. But I'll I, find it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I, uh, I don't, I don't know where. Oh, here it is. Yeah, so he said, this was in 2013. He said, um, the Delaware, where did it go? Why does it keep getting all these pop-ups? The Delaware Senate passed the bill. Holy shit, this website is just going crazy. Um, the Delaware Senate passed a bill yesterday that allows same-sex couples to get married. If that makes you happy, um, then congratulations. Try and teach my kids there's nothing wrong with that, and I'll fucking shoot you. Huh. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, That's, that wasn't good. And then she ate a turkey sandwich on the air. That was delicious. You're tight. All right, we'll get yourself some sleep, and we'll uh, we'll power off soon then about the next show. Thanks. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. I right, do. Talk to you. Bye.